Good morning. that audio too huh yes you, sir. Cheat, you cheating you looking at my you looking at my show prep huh <laughs> uh, you stepping on my toes when it comes to the people magazine update uh you know the the now discovered audio between kelsey and tay tay is that what you're telling me come on yeah you tell me about that love in about six months let me know <laughs> rise and shine googans listen we are in a, just an exciting new era of drill radio because hump day now, it's not the Murphy Power Hours, the Murphy Power Hours, as he comes in bright and early with us at 6 a.m. every day. You don't have to scream, you don't have to do anything, just ease into it. Have you experienced that 7 o'clock war cry in person? Oh, Dan? Yeah. Not in person. Yeah, it's what? no good, dude. The closest I got was when he was uh, off-site walking in last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sent it from uh, yeah, Beach it, Boulevard. It, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's something. Yeah. You can feel it. Depends your mood. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Can you imagine some mornings well, you come in? I mean, you, if, most have, of the time it's charming. Well, you know, every I've now heard, and then. I've heard you receive it differently. <laughs> yeah, about that. that's fair. That's fair. I like to be a mood ring, right? I like to be a mood ring. All right. How you doing, my brother? Good. Good, good to Thanks see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we left him a week ago walking in. He seems to have been fine. He made it. And you got deli meats out of the Oh, the mayo sandwich was bad, <laughs> dude. That was, some, that was just some. Na- I told you, he's kind of a. Uh, say this with respect. Like, bro code respect. He's pig. You know, he can eat that kind of. He's picking it up off the floor and eating it, Daniel. Did you check that out? Uh, e, what about that? Yeah, Is that a pick, lie? If I'm lying, I'm dying, as they say. And he ain't dying. No, <laughs> he's picking that stuff off the floor. So, uh, man, there's just a lot of little cool stuff um, percolating uh, from around the sports world. And uh, I'll start last night in in Gainesville, um, where, where the Gators got. <laughs> Boy, they're. They're a confusing team sometimes, even to their own head coach. And if you missed it last night, Florida followed a, um, a, a, a what kind of a disturbingly, certainly distractingly familiar pattern. Okay, and they've done this now a number of times. Now the good news is the Gators are now eleven and one at home. Spoiler alert: they beat LSU last night. But if you turn in, if you're a casual Gator fan and you tuned in, uh, you know, late first half and you realized they had a 15 point lead at the half and then you kept watching through the beginning of the second half and the lead grew to 20. A sports fan would naturally and normally and casually think, okay, we good here. That is not the case with Florida basketball. They had the 20 something point lead against Georgia, lost it all, went to overtime, escaped and won. Had a big lead against Mississippi State, lost it, escaped, won, moved on. And last night against LSU with that huge lead against a team who's in the bottom half of the SEC now, too, along with Georgia, by the way. They built that lead, and doggone if in the final minute LSU didn't hit a three, and we were all tied. So, you know, there's a different dynamic to, to playing with the lead. I, I don't know. Todd Golden is searching for it. He The, the Gators head coach, he talked about it last night uh, after the game, the important thing here, and it's good that he kind of was, was clear about it. We won the game. The outcome was good. But there's certainly some trends here that we're trying to figure out on on how that happens. I guess in, maybe to a degree there's a mindset with a pitcher, but it seems like a big lead for a pitcher is uh, more comforting than it would be for, say, a college basketball team in that situation. Well, I think it, 
the dangers of playing ahead, I guess. Well, yeah, well, between, I'm guessing between the three-porter and you take a couple possessions off, like you have three, you know, a couple poor possessions on one end, they hit a couple threes on the other, and then your 20-point your lead has gone from that to now it's single digits. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you get it, anytime somebody's down double digits at the half, I always like, get it get it to single, you know what I mean, and kind of put a little pressure on them. I'll equate it, what's happening to, to Florida to a degree. I'll put it more in like a uh, – I think this is a, probably a better – uh, correlation from a baseball standpoint it's more when, when that's happening to you in a game like you said mm-hmm. you're up 20 oh my gosh not what okay we're, we're cool it's 12 okay mm-hmm. it's eight uh-oh that three just made it a three-point game you you know in your head well gosh i've seen this movie before now thankfully i've i've seen the end we've won but it, as a player i bet you it's like the Mets have done a couple of times. I don't know if one of your teams were one of those where, you know, you got a, you got a six-and-a-half game lead with 11 to go. And, okay, we lost a couple of games. The Jags did it this year. Yeah. You know, you lose, okay, we're all right. It's okay. We're gonna, And sometimes it's not. The Jags found that out. The Mets have found that out. The Braves found that out one year. You blow a it, – it's it's kind of – watching a co- – holding that college basketball lead in the last 10 minutes of the game is kind of like a, 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 a baseball team and the wheels are getting wobbly trying to hold a, a pennant lead in the last – 10, 12 days of the season, maybe. You can, you can feel it when things are going wrong. You're kind of looking around like, we need to do something. But the we ends up being just you individually engaging, paying attention. And some of it, it comes from a little bit of switching off. Um, when you get a lead that big, you kind of switch off. And then some expectation, not not for a long time, but just, oh, this will change. And when I hear this, will okay, this will change. We'll figure it out. It's that someone else is going to end up doing something. But really, it's just kind of blows down. I'm going to be as focused as I can on this play, and you stack that up in, in basketball by five players, and in baseball, you hopefully get it. And like you said, they keep winning. I, well, so I, I think one thing that, that is we're, we're finding out here, and I, I think Florida's going to be a tough out in the tournament. I'm not saying they're going to win at all, but they've got the elements. They've got a veteran backcourt. They're big. They can score. Um you know, other than this pension for blowing big leads, by the way, the one loss they had at home, Kentucky, they had that game in hand most of the afternoon and, and lost at the end uh, at Exact Tech Arena. But for m- most of the time, they've been, um, it, they have a presence at the end of the game to win these games, right? So even last night, they, when they had to get a score late, when they had to deliver and they had to do that, you know, a couple times this year in the second half of the season, they, they've been able to do that. So. Um, there's some positives in that uh, as well, I, I suppose. FSU, you know, going to be an NIT team. I mean, save uh, some sort of, you know, magical run through the ACC tournament. They lost last night at Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech, a team a lot like FSU, three, four games over 500, about 500 uh, in the ACC. Overall, Lee, what, there was a college basketball game last night with a top 10 team in play on the road. So wh- what does that mean happen? What does that mean? What have I taught you? Top 10 team on the road last night. Played an unranked team, so what happened? Oh, somebody going to lose. Yeah, they lost, right? Yep. They lost. In this case, it was North Carolina at Syracuse. Syracuse lost at North Carolina earlier this year by like 40. Dang. Got embarrassed, and don't think they didn't carry that onto the uh, court last night. But th- this trend has got to be associated. It's got to be attributed to um, the, the, the NIL, the, the transfer portal. It's harder than ever to win. It, 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 the parity is real now. Like, I thought Jay Bills made a great point. I heard him say this. You hear coaches in the past talk about when they lose a game that, you know, maybe they shouldn't have lost to an unranked opponent. Oh, parity, parity. And it was an excuse. Now it's real. Listen to these numbers. All right, 21-22 that season. 
top 10 teams on the road against unranked opponents. 55 and 20, that's a 73% winning percentage. Last year, top 10 teams on the road against unranked opponents. 58 and 19, 75% winning percentage. This year, after North Carolina lost last night at Syracuse, top 10 teams on the road against unranked opponents. 34 and 34. 500. So there is no such thing as a layup really anymore, especially in, in, the, in the Power Five. And the, some of these smaller schools will, will get you too. I know Gibby's Appalachian State, I believe, beat Auburn earlier this year. I mean, you better buckle it, man, in college basketball these days. Just well, every night that with you take the NIL care. and the transfers, you're, you have the ability to go and get older players that are developed that didn't start at their possibly mid-major or even a little bit smaller than that that are bigger and stronger and have the you know the understanding of the the offenses to get in there and I know that Kentucky because my dad's a big Kentucky basketball fan a couple years that they they brought in a big man down low who's like 22 yeah, yeah. he's like a senior yeah. from uh, out west yeah. like those guys are grown men and, and well it, it's allowing a couple things it does allow those those premier programs to fill a need often with an all-conference player with one year left from a smaller league and and you you know you look around the SEC Florida would be I don't know what they would <clears throat> what they would be without Pullen and Clayton, particularly in the backcourt. I mean, they just and they're you know both older, experienced players, both all conference players. Tyree Samuel, same thing, came from Seton Hall. Han uh, Glotten, the center, was the conference USA Player of the Year. So he did a real good job in the transfer portal. And those guys are fitting in, and, and so you are also finding a lot of these, you know, first team all conference players in the smaller conferences finding contenders or power five teams where they fit perfectly a need that that team has. They, they, they yeah. fill up that hole. And, mm-hmm. um, and by the way, it doesn't have to be the North Carolinas and the Dukes. It could be going to Wake Forest or Virginia, or in this case, Florida, you had two or three of those guys at the right spot. And, and the coach has done a good job of kind of forecasting how they will fit in. And, and, you know, you, you get the kind of parity that we have like a bit like free agency. Little bit, I, and some of these college football players are getting paid better than some NFL free agents will when that process opens um, in a month. You know what yesterday was? Et, do you know the story of John Calipari and and John Cheney? You know who John Cheney is? Yeah, I know John Cheney. Uh, John Cheney was the coach at Temple. John Cheney, uh-huh. I, I want to say, went to high school in Jacksonville. I know he has Jacksonville ties. Where? Yeah, somewhere, somewhere along the line, John Cheney has ties to Jacksonville. Uh, gosh, it had to be. This has been nineties. This so this is a thirty-something-year-old anniversary. Was uh, yesterday? Do you know what I'm well, talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, all right. Uh-oh. Is it UMass? Yeah, Calipari, John Cheney's at UMass. His first okay. real no, prominent Ch- role. Cheney's at Temple. I mean, yeah, uh, Calipari's Cal- at UMass. Okay. John Cheney's at Temple. They're in the Atlantic Ten. Bitter rival. And 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 listen, Calipari's Temple is like the king of the roost there in the in that conference. Okay. Most most years. Calipari comes to UMass, who hadn't been much. And they start passing around a little money. They get Marcus Camby. They get these yep. great players, and suddenly they're very good. They've just come off a hard-fought win at Temple. Calipari beats Cheney's Temple Owls. Calipari, even though he won, was upset with the officials. He had gotten into it in the officials in the hallway, and so he's in there doing his press conference, and John Cheney barges in. This, this would have killed – Twitter would have blown up if there was social media when this happened. Uh-huh. Cheney comes barging into the post-game press conference and tries to physically attack Calipari, telling him, quote, I will kill you. I'm going to kill you. Don't let me catch you outside of here. 
Cheney promptly uh, suspended by the uh, uh, by the conference only for a game, I think. But buddy, that was um, that that was surreal, really. Back back when it happened, I bring up Calipari because Kentucky won last night, and Calipari is doing something very interesting. Uh, psychology-wise, interesting on one hand, very dangerous, at least to me, for a team that's been inconsistent. And there's a correlation with Doug Peterson. I'll explain when we come back on the other side. The Murphy Power Hours are underway here on a hump day. we got to get Smart John uh, an hour out from now. Uh, the Hicken arrival at 7 o'clock. A lot of times the listener gets used to, if they hear us early in the morning, and mm-hmm. you're here, Maddie's here, somebody think Dan's not going to be here. No, Hick will be in at 7 um, so we have all your Wednesday favorites. We're ready to knock the hump out of it. Stick around. It's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday on the drill. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out and single them out. You can't get that damn That's a happy anniversary. That's your guy, John Cheney. One very Valentine's Day ish. There it is. Um, the, that was back in like ninety. I don't know, two maybe three. It's been a while. It's been a long while. But you were trying to get to him. He, he yeah. I mean, he by the way, Jeez. for the record, Cheney, totally one thousand percent way out of line. Could you imagine it in in any other situation where one coach is complaining about what he thought was bad culture? Right. You can stay in your lane, bro. He Game over. In, he busted it on his presser. Yeah, he busted it on his presser <laughs> to chastise him for criticizing the officials. <laughs> Uh, John Cheney was born in Jacksonville. I'm told his family moved to Philly kind of early, but he came back. He played basketball at Bethune-Cookman. So there are ties here uh, to the area with uh, John Cheney, who was a heck of a coach for Temple back. And they never won the big one, but he had some good teams. Probably had a top seed here or there. I uh, dropped in some great. I remember um, Mark Macon is the Temple player that I remember the most, but he was pointing out Eddie Jones was on that team. Oh, my boy. Yeah. Didn't they have Eddie Jones and uh, Aaron McKay? Is that how they pronounce it? Eric McKay. I think we're both we're in the backcourt together oh, on Aaron, that team. Aaron McKee. McKee, it? is yeah. it? McKay, McKee. Yeah. I, yeah. I think those guys played on the same uh, Temple team. All right. Remember last year? Going to keep it way too much Calipari. By the way, Gators, hold on last night. Build a big lead. Hold on to beat LSU. I think what's most important at this time is just win games. Ain't nobody going to know the difference when you get to the end. Uh, it leaves them 17-7. and seven. They are 7-4 and four now in the SEC, so they've had a real nice rally from a 1-3 and three start. Uh, they're playing good basketball. They are having stretches, and it's now very noticeable blowing leads. I'll tell you what Todd Golden had to say about that. Um, in fact, Sam the man, it wouldn't surprise me if he has a drop-in during one of his updates this morning. Uh, but I think the key for Florida, they win the game, they, they move on. Kentucky also a winner last night. They snap a three-game losing streak at home. You know the last time Kentucky lost four in a row at home? Never, right? 1917. Okay. Over 100 years. But John Calipari is following a script that we should be familiar with. Let me take you back to the 2022 season. And the Jaguars have just gotten uh, beaten at Kansas City. They are two weeks away from just getting blown out at Detroit. And Doug Peterson not once but twice told both his team and then doubled down with the media that this team can still be a playoff team. It can still win the division. It's a rare approach from the... 
one week at a time mentality you typically see. Like, you're never going to have a manager, or have you had, who's come to the team in August when you're 10 games back and said, well, we've got four big series in September here, 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 and here, and if we do this, this, and this, we'll still win the division? Or did that happen? Does that happen? No, probably not Not very often. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's Doug Pierce in the middle of of, of the season as his team is three and six, and he's three and seven, whatever they are, and he's He's telling them first in the post game, look, guys, well, we can we can still win this division. We're going to win this, this, this. If you beat Tennessee there and you beat them here, and he, he played all those, and then he told us. You know, he came out after the Detroit game and said, this is not who we are. This is a one-off. Okay, bro, you're 4-7, and seven and you just got whacked by about 30 points. Um, but okay, if you say so. Well, he ended up looking like Dadgum Sigmund Freud. He was an expert psychologist. He pushed all the right buttons. His team believed. They got on a roll. The fan base is like, wow, Nostradamus. And it ended up being, now, look, one year later, Doug Peterson said some of the same things in the middle of the year. And guess what? It didn't register. It didn't hit. It didn't play out. And so I've taken away his psychology degree, and I'm just going to chalk up 2022 to the belief and, and momentum colliding, right? Well, let me take you to John Calipari, whose Kentucky team has underachieved. Fair? Yeah. Where's Papa Murphy on Kentucky basketball? He's displeased right now. Right. I'm sure he's yeah. happy about the win. But yeah, but they, sure. He they, was really excited about three or four weeks ago. Well, the that. thing about Kentucky, too, is they are just so they're so up and down. It drive, that, those kinds of teams drive you crazy as a fan, especially if you are a fan of an elite basketball team. Right? They, they played number one Kansas. They, they were competitive. They barely lost. At the time, Miami was number eight in the country. They beat them by 22. They played North Carolina on a neutral floor in Atlanta. They beat them by four. You know, at, at their... High highs and low Right, lows. at their highs, yeah. they're... they're, they're improved, right. But that volatility really has shown up here once they've gotten to the SEC with losses at Texas A&M, loss at South Carolina, a loss at home to Florida, a loss at home to Tennessee, a loss at home to Gonzaga over the weekend. But Calipari is channeling, he's full-on channeling Doug Peterson because he is saying to his team and to his fans, and he's this like the third consecutive press conference atmosphere, situation, either on the coach's show or post-game, where he has said, this team's going to be fine in March. We're built for March. We got to do the hustle things, the things that don't involve talent, but we can score. And, you know, NCAA teams, you don't win games scoring 60 65. We can score the basketball. We've got all the pieces. This is a good team. We're going to be fine in March as long as we get loose balls, play in your shorts defense, do those things. So it, I, it's twofold. I think primarily he's doubling down. And I think Peterson did that last year. And, and he's doubling down on his team. By telling everyone what he's telling them. Is there some truth to that? Yeah, I've, I've, when I've watched them and checked the scores, we'll talk with my dad. They do score a ton of points. Oh, for sure. They, they score a ton. He goes, they can't def- he goes, we can't defend and so <laughs> at all on the defense. If, if you are a struggling ball club and your manager tells you something as a group and then you hear him tell the world the same thing, does it make it more or less believable? Or do you just assume there's a trust that what you're saying is is believable anyway does well I think it's it's just confirmation because not everything the skipper tells you in in the in the clubhouse or in the locker room he has to tell the for media. sure and so it's as he tells you and then he and then he tells the world and the fans like oh this you know this is just confirmation of what he believes in even more so um and 
But he is right. They score. My dad, I guess since they won last night, it's good. But he, is, he said yesterday, because my brother um, at the walk-off charities, Trinity was playing yesterday for Frangie's event. Beautiful ballpark out there, by the way. The ballpark was beautiful. I know Frank's proud of it. But he, um, um, before Kentucky played last night, he said, uh, he goes, I don't think they're going to make the tournament. Like, Daddy. <laughs> but, so they got their win last night, and so Cal can can come out and say they're they'll be built for March. But if you're if scoring makes you built for March, then they're built for March. Well, they put up ninety plus, and, and I, I think nights. he's just doubling. That. Listen, it's also a lot different managing the confidence and the karma of these little eighteen, nineteen yeah. year old kids in a professional football team full of you know grown men like mm-hmm. Doug Peterson uh, was doing. So there's also I think maybe. When Peterson goes before the media and the fans and tells them this is a one-off, this is not who we are, I believe in these guys, they can probably process that without feeling any extra pressure to to live up to what their coach is saying. I wonder, though, in college basketball, as up and down as we've been talking about it is, I wonder if it doesn't maybe even apply a little more pressure on the kids by saying, hey, this is, you know, we're fine as long as we are physical. Which isn't unreasonable because there's going to be pressure on Cal right now. Like, there's... There's, there's for sure. Pressure. Oh, there has been, there's, right? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, he 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 could really go for a good, nice run in March right now, and because there has been some pressure building up on him. All right. So, uh, e, it is Valentine's Day, and uh-huh. the, the most you know, I'd say popular, maybe, or at least as far as coverage and notoriety, who's the most notorious couple in the world right now, at least in the sports world, in this world that we inhabit here every morning from 6 to 10. Dare what, we say? Uh, who do you think it is? Tay-Tay and Travis Kelsey? Yeah, it's Tay-Tay and Travis, right? What do you think they're doing for Valentine's Day? Are they like 2,000 miles apart? You think, did she have to fly back to some the know, tour she was doing? I, know, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not one of those together. that tracks her carbon emissions on her private plane or some of these other yeah. psychotic. Although I did see, a, this is fair now. I saw a great little, basically it's YouTube's version of TikTok, but a YouTube short. You know what I'm talking YouTube about? Shorts, okay. Yeah. This is terrific. All right. There are these three dudes that are on the on the tee, right? And their fourth is a is a woman who's playing with them. Then uh, these are popular, you know, uh-huh. creators, by the way. They do other little skitty type yeah. things, skits, skitsish type things, but they're sitting there and the three dudes are all about and why do they got to show Taylor Swift and this and that? Just doing all the like these cliche arguments of the guys after the game and blah blah blah. And then real quick, it turns to um, it turns to Tiger. Hey, did you see Tiger's got a new line? Oh yeah, I love it. Look at this. This. Have you seen this lady's picture of Charlie? Man, he's getting big. Yeah, I'm a I'm a woodsy. I'll admit it. So and so then they go to the girl. She's like. You guys realize how hypocritical you are, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that's kind of um, there's some truth there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Of, of all the uh, old man grousing about Taylor Swift getting a cutaway in the Super Bowl, but we do now have, and again, I'm not buying any of this. Um, these two kids will never make it. She does not love him. One record. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry. You're optimistic. No, he <laughs> is puppy dog fall over his tongue in love with her. Uh-huh. And everything about it. Yeah, yeah. Like You're not for, feeling it coming the other way. Just not as much? feeling it coming back. I'm not. All right. Look, there was a clip after the game though, where she's up and she's hugging. Kelsey's heading over towards his mama. Um, and then it runs into to I believe her name's Taylor Swift. That's his girlfriend. Uh, runs into her and they hug and you can't really hear or see. Well, somebody has just gone all you know internet savvy, isolated audio, and so we now know exactly what was said. Does this interest you? 
That's what he said to her. No, I'm asking Uh-oh. you. Does this interest you? Do you want to hear the Hell interchange? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, I want to hear it. Daniel Murphy is ready for it. E.T. is ready for yes, it. Sir. So text line, shove it if you're not ready for it. All right? Mute your text. Here, here is how. Can I get some music underneath? Maybe some endless love oh, or oh, you know, oh. something. You can go right back to the Valentine's Day kickoff music, whatever it is. But I, to, to really... Gosh, express these. This is a tearjerker now to express these heartfelt emotions on the battlefield after Troy's been conquered. You know, to hear it, uh, to be able to share it with you, I, it's a great responsibility, but also a terrific pleasure. Game ends. There's Travis, sweaty, victorious yet again. Taylor rushes to him, throws her arms around him. Oh my God. I cannot believe that. I cannot believe it. How did you do that? I'm so proud of you. Look at that. She, I say she doesn't love him. Unbelievable, the 14-time Grammy winner replied. It was unbelievable. That was the craziest thing I've, I've ever seen. Was it electric, he said. And they embraced, hugged, a little kiss, a little smooch. Oh, yeah, big bobos. Celebrating together. Now she'll go on the t- on tour, and gosh knows what he'll do. He'll be today. He'll be sucking back bruise. Yeah, yeah. At, I'm coming with at the parade. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll think there'll be a Taylor sighting at the parade. Come on, man. <laughs> is the parade on? Is the parade going to be seen by at its peak 202 million people, man? I got news for you. If the Super Bowl had been played in the forest with no TV coverage, she wouldn't been at that either. And this is not a uh, knock. This isn't a criticism. Like I said, my daughter is a Swifty. What can I do? She's a better person than me, so I'm going to trust her judgment on that. But I'm trying to tell you that if Travis Kelsey thinks this is in in some fairy tale walk down the aisle, which I, I don't, I'm not saying for sure that he does, but um, that's not happening. Man, I don't know. Is Tiger um, moving the needle for you playing this week? Yeah. Yeah, right? Especially you, since he was moving yeah. better last time I saw him. This time last year, he was moving about, and those were really crooked circles. And <laughs> sorry, he, and he says he feels great. He looks better. You know? so he looks better. We'll he see. Looks- he he loves that golf course. I don't think he's ever won there, even though that's where he made his debut yeah, as an amateur okay. um, at Riviera, where they play this this weekend. Um, obviously, first round starts tomorrow. But Tiger has a a news conference today, and it's an important one because it's expected that he'll be asked about his next. You know, his next uh, plan mm-hmm. on PGA Tour, which we're hoping here would be the players. Now, look, Bay Hill's going to be in play, right? He's had tremendous success there. Um, and they play Bay Hill. They still play it the week before players, don't they? Or is it now a week after? I'm going to have to double-check the schedule. They've shuffled that around a little bit, but certainly they, part of the Florida I'm swing. i guess a week after. It used to always, like, right? Didn't they sw- it used to always be the week before exactly, players. Yeah, but I feel like they come to us, maybe Bay Hill, then end up down in is Tampa it, at the... The snake pit somewhere down in there. Um, I'm uh, in, yeah, the um, uh, da, 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 da. all right. Um, I get sidetracked. We got the Google yeah. machine. You just you know sit there with me, Google. Check tape it right there. Yeah, we're going right here. Um, but yeah, he's got to be Genesis to pick courses that he thinks he can win. Well, then they go to Mexico. Uh, first week they come to Paul, PGA National uh-huh. to, down to the Bear Trap. Okay. Uh, then they go to Puerto Rico. No, then it's Bay Hill, API. Arnold Palmer's March 7th to 10th, and then players the next week. So I don't think he'll play back-to-back, right? So I wonder if the decision now comes down to – and I asked Stuart Moore this yesterday on Brunch for the Tour, and it's perhaps not an easy question just to give a defined answer. But you're you're a sports fan. You understand the business as well. Isn't 
if there was a years that are like more important for your stars to play, wouldn't this be one of them? Because of the split, yeah. because of the live, there's no ROM. There's well, not, you know, you're, you're you got champions in the past few years who aren't even here. Well, you, the the two the the two leagues, the PGA, the Tour and Live, are, are fighting over content. And here you have the the greatest content creator in golf of our generation. Well, that's for sure. And so every one of those live dollars, by the way, can get traced back to Sunday well, Red, right? And, I mean, and, and as you asked the question, even um, as we started, you know, does Tiger move the needle for you when he's in the tournament? Yeah, I'm a watch. I want to see every shot, yeah. even if he shoots two over par seventy four. I do. I'm, I think we there aren't many left to watch. Well, yes, and I would, and 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 furthermore, I would say even with Brady not playing anymore, I think I underappreciated his career in the middle rounds and really, really paid attention there towards the end because you, you st I start realizing this isn't going to happen anymore as far as getting to watch him perform. Here's what I'd like to see. I'm going to stay on record. I'll be that guy. It's not quite as, as uh, you, know, you know, believing that Trevor's still going to win a Super Bowl isn't quite as far-fetched as this opinion, right? I still submit he'll win the Masters again. Okay. I do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand by that. It might be when he's 58 years old. I submit that magic is not over, but that's what's important to me about the, whatever we see him play here. Can he get through the rounds healthy? Or do we get that sweat pouring off of him, haggard, limping up the 18th fairway, just shot 77, version of Tiger. I don't think we're getting that. I think it we're going to got to be relatively sharp. It didn't look like he was moving like that. Right. It doesn't, it, it, you're right. It does not look like that. By the way, we mentioned yesterday how much Phil Mickelson has struggled on live when it comes to performance. He's been terrible. The only good finish that Phil Mickelson has had in a golf tournament in the last year and a half since he joined live was the Masters. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Where he died for a second. It's the only time he's played good golf really in, in 16 months maybe. It's gotten so bad that they already talking, pondering, and uh, uh, more than whispering about the prospect of very soon Phil Mickelson and Bubba Watson trans transitioning out of playing with Liv, still being a part of Liv and promoting right. it and a part of it. Just maybe not hitting but, as many golf. Yeah, before. just not playing. He's, it's it's been that uh, bad. That two hundred million will spend just the same though, Daniel. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. Still, Phil. Don't. I mean, it, it wasn't about playing competitive golf or growing the game. It was, you know. Not perhaps, up that not pocketbook. As, perhaps not as much as was led on. All right, what's the deal with the, um, you need to contact your sources still in the league and find out what this a uniform, it's uniform gate right now. Yeah. The Major League Baseball has changed the style and the, and, and the you know. And the lettering on the Fashion, and everything about it. I think it. the, I'm hearing right now, or I'm reading on the, on the Twitter machine, the X machine, that the cut is different. And so I'll, I'll, I'll explain it this way. Um. When you head into spring training, you put on pants that have been fitted for you the year before. So okay. you get a little look at how much uh, Hope treats, you had a good off -season. treats you had in the offseason. <laughs> Mine fit less good in Colorado than they did before <laughs> that the one year. But so there, so you can go in and you try them on and you could just keep the same pants if you've got the same fit. But if it's a different cut, and this isn't a big deal or a deterrent, it's just it seems like the guys don't like the cut of the jersey and the pants as much, and they're having they're having to get them refilled. Well, there there are some as as players start to begin to report for spring training, getting their first looks at the new uniform designs from Nike. The early impressions, not good. I don't like them. Uh, is it Miles Michaelis? Miles, yeah, Michaelis. Michaelis mm -hmm. uh, of the Cardinals said, uh, "Everyone should write about it." Another player described the uniforms as looking quote cheap. So, uh, Nike's first year just taking strays right now. From yesterday, MLB announced that all 30 teams will use the Nike Vapor Premium chassis for their home, road, alternate, and city connect uniforms. The difference between the new design and what we're used to see 
uh, seeing during games is quite noticeable. It comes off as an instant uh, downgrade, they are saying. Huh. Well, uh, I'm looking at him here. I, I mean, listen, if the players want to complain about the fit, I get it, right? You want to be comfortable. You want it to be the right fabric. You want it to be the right cut, the right style. But, I mean, I, if you're the optics of it, I'm not seeing anything here that matters to me No, much. I don't. I wouldn't. That wouldn't bother me too much. And the fit itself would, would eventually get its, you know, get sorted out. But I can understand if it doesn't, if you don't like the way it fits in comparison to the old jerseys. The material being described as breathable, lightweight, high-performance fabric that was made from at least 90% recycled polyester yarns. How do you recycle polyester yarns? Y'all think about that as we go off to break. We'll come back <laughs> on the other side on a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday with a football fix. Uh, remember uh, yesterday, uh, the, I would say, not-so-smart 49er players that admitted they didn't know what the overtime rules were? It's just it's such a bad look, right? I mean, you got the Chiefs talking about they had this plan and that plan, depending on who won the toss and if they went to overtime. And then over from San Francisco's side, it's like, rrr, rrr, I didn't even know the rules. Mike Shanahan addressed that yesterday in their season-ending uh, post-conference. That and more NFL news will tee it up with a football fix. We got the Murphy Power hours in play. Daniel Murphy in studio with us now. Hick and arrival just around the corner. Get smart. John, about 40 minutes away. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL. 92.5 FM. Good day, everyone. I, I hope you called 355 Singer with the BigOrangeChorus.com. If you didn't, you know, keep it in mind for uh, next year. Or go there now. Perhaps you probably get some last minuteers in. You, uh, like me, have forgotten Valentine's Day. I came in today. Just talked to Mrs. P in the break. Apparently, I am the only one that forgot Valentine's Day. So, eh, doesn't matter. Not a big one. We're good. We cool. I have today's Shazam Spotlight. I brought to you by ShazamAuto.com, the Murray Ford Superstores in Stark and Kingsland. Take that to Kingsland. Take that short drive and save on these big city prices. Um, what have the Carolina Panthers done to themselves? You want to talk about mismanaging your way from a decent team with a solid core to disgustingly bad. The Slee Stack deserves this, I guess, as the owner of the of the Panthers, but this is really magnified as this season ends. So you're ready for today's Shazam Spotlight. Christian McCaffrey scored 26 touchdowns this season, including the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who do he play for, E? Them 49ers, dog. Yeah, who do he play for before that? Them Panthers. And what do they give for him? Anyone know? Exactly. Uh, McCaffrey scored 26. Like Second-round pick, right? Yeah. How'd DJ Moore do this year? Pretty good, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Christian, uh, how'd Baker Mayfield perform for uh-huh. the Bucks? Yep. So you tell me which organization knows what they're doing. They took the same Baker Mayfield that the Panthers gave like a, a week and a half, and he took them all the way to the postseason, right? But Christian McCaffrey, let me finish this point. Christian McCaffrey scored 26 touchdowns this season, Daniel Murphy, including playoffs. The Panthers, all players, scored 23. Oof. Good trade. What did they get for him? That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm assuming a first a rounder. Bit. Let me well, see. Well, I guess I was thinking of it this way. when you're So, Carolina last year has Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and they need to, they need to move these guys for draft picks. I guess. But do and, they? Why not keep them? They're good players. That's what okay. I don't understand about in the NFL. You know, go so get I a guess, quarterback. You had, and by the way, you had, well, they had a chance at don't it. Don't you feel like after what you saw this year from DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, and Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. okay, not – Based on four years ago, what we just saw from those three, don't you feel like the Panthers would have been a whole lot better this year than their? Yeah, definitely. Right? Would have been better than now, that. you didn't get 
out of those guys what their teams got out of them. That's on you. And how you're how's that going to get any better me, with a second round draft picker? Now tell me what you would you think if if you could get the draft picks for McCaffrey and more, you get the money off the books and you pair them, those picks in that cap space with C.J. Stroud as opposed to how much does having Bryce Young there and the uncertainty. That was also right a now. bad move. If you had taken Stroud, you might be better. But this is what they got for McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Huh. God bless the Panthers. We'll see how these draft picks worked out. Some of these are 2023s. Mm-hmm. But for Christian McCaffrey, the Offensive Player of the Year in the National Football League. The Panthers got a second, third, and fourth round pick in last year's draft, and a fifth rounder coming up this year. So they took on. So the Niners took on all the money. Right, the money, but. but so the Niners, if I'm not mistaken, now though, are yeah, they're in, over. They, they got they, they have bigger yeah. problems. Yes, <laughs> we big, yeah we talked about they have people problems. under contract, but that, that's that's those are semantics. They're like 54 million over the cap just to get back. So they're going to have to do some. Some shuffling. Relieve some people of their jobs. Yeah, which is bad news for Purdy. He means he's going to stay in his, his you know, financial realm, I'm sure, for another year or two. Yeah, just do more commercials. Yeah, right. that's You'll fair. Get there eventually. And, and, and so we'll see. And they'll probably do like what the Rams did. They're still close enough. You defer it as much as you can and just accept it. And, you know, three or four years we may have a, a bigger build. All right. Uh, E-Fire the band. we got a football fix. Let's get some more news and notes from around the National Football League. It's brought to you by the Home Course, the Joint Creek Golf Club. Uh, Google and set your tee times online and uh, join me at the home course. So, it wasn't a good look for the 49ers with their players saying they didn't know the... the, the this is Super Bowl, Daniel. Optimal, no. Right. Like, I didn't know it, but that's okay. I wasn't playing in the game. Fair. Yeah. It, it would be as if a team made it to the World Series and they reali- then realized, oh, I didn't know they didn't get a runner at second. I was calling a timeout for Patrick there at the end of overtime. <laughs> there you go. It's a T.O. But you made a great and fair distinction. You're you're not in charge of knowing this is the first time for you. We haven't seen that, right, since since the Chiefs basically uh, changed the rule. Well, well Shanahan said uh, after his players, offense and defense, yeah. said they didn't know the rules. I guess in, uh, Shanahan says, well, they – they should have known. The staff reviewed the overtime rules with the players, which apparently they got good earbuds or naps or whatever they do during meeting times. But um, before they started the latest run, Kyle Shanahan sat down with the team's analytics staff and went through the potential scenarios for a game that might reach overtime. Uh, and then it did. After multiple Niners said after the game they were not aware of the overtime setup, Shanahan said yesterday he laid out a plan with his staff before the playoffs began. He also instructed his assistant coaches to let the team know before the overtime period started, but didn't feel the need to discuss that plan with his team before that point. It really it didn't matter. As long as the coaches know what the, yeah. you know, the team is going to try and either score or stop them from scoring either way, but it's, it's not a good look. It just sounds unprepared. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we said yesterday Hassan Reddick of the Eagles, you know, was going to get permission to request a trade, yada, yada, and apparently he doesn't want to trade at all. At least that's what he said yesterday. Eric Armstead of the Niners, got to have surgery on a knee that's really been bothering him since they beat the Eagles in the regular season. He played like that on a busted knee. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, the Lions have reached to the CFL for their defensive player of the year. Is a guy named Matthew Betts. Uh, a 28-year-old had 18 sacks in 18 games in the CFL last year. Um, Talk about the record TV numbers. 
the dollars bet in Nevada books almost equaled that $202 million at its peak, a record $185.5 million bet on the Super Bowl just with the Nevada Sportsbooks. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by the home course, the Joint to Creek Golf Club. And don't forget, 355-SING, last minute, uh, Valentine's Day, you know, emergencies? Give them a call. We'll see. Hick and Arrival, more come your way next on a... Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Hey! E! Yeah, yeah, yeah! E, I got a question for you! Talk to, talk to me! What day is it? Oh, this this is a very special one. Oh. This this one you, you you oil out them them hits and you get ready for the day. Hit me the 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 day. A very special one, by the way. Did he say oil up the hips? Oil up them hips. I like the hips up in the back seat. I don't know the difference. You can bass up them hips too if you want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Be here on a hump day Wednesday. Good morning, Murph. What up, Hick? Jeffrey. Hello, Daniel. What's going on? Deno. Living the dream, buddy. Yes, sir. Made a little history today. What do we got? This is the first time Murph witnessed that in person. Yeah. <laughs> Just as scared. No. <laughs> wakey, wakey. Man, I am so disappointed. What's wrong? I, you know one thing I love about the Super Bowl? I love what NFL Films has been able to create Around the Super Bowl. With the mic'd up and stuff. Oh, it's, it tells the story as well it's as gold. any football game. They got all these different cats mic'd up. So I went out of my way this week to find out, okay. And it's always on that Inside the NFL show. Now, that was a great show for guys like me and Pross back in the day. Murph, you're too young. It used to be one of the go-to. You get all the highlights, man. You get extra stuff. You Because... We don't. It wasn't of the moment. It would be then. on the the next Sunday from like the hour leading into the pregame. But shows, you don't okay? see that's all the first the time you'd see. Like if, if the Falcons played the 49ers uh, this Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah. The first time if you lived anywhere but Atlanta or San Francisco, you saw any highlights, uh-huh. unless they made Howard Cosell's little ten second yeah. blip, would Very, be the next Sunday yes, on Inside okay. the NFL. It was, it was Lenny Dawson, former Chiefs quarterback, Nick Bonacani, one time Dolphin. Uh, middle linebacker, and like another guy they'd rotate in. Like Collinsworth actually started out on that show. Did he? Yeah, and there's other guys who've been on, and it was on Inside the NFL, and then it got onto HBO. It was always a great show. And and it's kind of lost its luster because of, we can, we so see, see everything every, yeah. now. We, we, it's, it's old. But the Super Bowl, NFL Films has certain rights. Mm-hmm. They mic guys up. It's the biggest game. And they they go they tell the whole story of the game usually they got coaches quarterbacks it's so good, and so I always watch that show and it, they'll do like a whole segment on the first half and a whole segment on the second half of like it'd be like ten minutes long in the first half, ten minutes long in the second half and you'll get the feel of what went on behind the scenes in the game who's choking who's who's nervous who's staying calm and cool who's calling what play it was great. And so last night, I made it a point to find, okay, 8 o'clock on the, uh, it's, it's on one of the 
It's like CW, okay? And I flip it on, and I got and I got dudes. I got the dudes. It's always you know Ryan Clark seems to be the host, one of the long one of the long boys, one of Howie's boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is. It's Chris. It's Chris, or, I think. Okay. Ocho Cinco's on it. It's a real cast of characters. Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. Jay Cutler. Okay. Um, they're all football guys. All I was right. going to say, I haven't heard a journalist in there yet. No, all right. no, they're all football okay. guys. I think Ryan Clark Dying actually, breed. I think Ryan Clark hosts it. Okay, well, good for him. But I don't care because oh. I wait for them. Okay, this first half of this Super Bowl was something else. We got Mahomes, Shanahan, Kelsey. So, T. Swift. All mic'd <laughs> yeah, T. Swift, mic'd. all mic'd up. So I'm like, all right, let's go. Sit back. And then they start it in a, in a totally awful format. What they did is they decided they would just show a little clip and then they pop up Ocho Cinco and he'd make a comment. And a clip and then Ryan Clark would make a clip and then Howie's kid would make a comment. And I'm like, no, no, no. And they did it the whole way. And I was, I, I want to watch the mic'd up stuff. That's the unique stuff with all due respect to the athletes who I, but I've heard all the analysis. Mm-hmm. I got full Romo experience. Mm-hmm. I got ESPN and NFL Network after the game. I know. Nickelodeon is too. Yeah, I don't too need any of that. I want to see the mic'd up. They ruined it for me. I was disappointed. Yeah, that that yeah, that stinks if you're looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it. I love that stuff. It almost so, as if they would have followed a storyline for an extended period yes. of time and then give an analysis. Yeah, on, that's on what that. you do. You uh-huh. let but you gotta let that chunk run. You yeah. gotta you can tell the story of a football game if you have four or five guys mic'd up. You can tell the story. You don't need that. any other. I analysis. don't need any commentary. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything. But they'd go to like pregame, and then they come back, and then they'd go to like oh, this play, and then they come back, and I was like, oh. Is there man. anything on there for Rasheed Rice when him and Patrick? Had, I didn't. Had, I didn't see that part. Yeah, because was, obviously that was a good, good set. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Was, and maybe they did carry that. I got so. Miffed, I went over to the Gators. Okay, fair play. <clears throat> and I watched them promptly blow a 20-point lead. That's become talked about somewhat that in the common. Six hour. Oh, my gosh. But they dude. win the game, so I think it's minimized. But but uh, nonetheless, it's I also, discons- it's a disconcerting watch. I also saw a, a hesitate and slam by Walter Clayton Jr. That was – I didn't know he had it in him. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, he can, went – High, high, high in the sky and threw one down. I was, oh, my God. Can I mention something in, in, in fairness to the Panthers just real quick? I'm sorry to, to yeah. change it, but we talked a lot about Christian McCaffrey, how yeah. dumb the Panthers were. But in yeah. fairness, in 2020, yeah. Yeah. McCaffrey played three games. In 2021, he played seven. It was hurt. He was hurt and banged up. It wasn't available. And then after six games and 393 yards rushing last year, they traded him to the 49ers. And since then, he's got over 2,000 rushing yards, 2,200. Well, he saved part of it's the team that you're on, right? A lot of it is anyway. He, back to to Tide Gold. Well, he saved their franchise in a lot of ways, San Francisco, because they again you cannot trade up and give everything away and draft a quarterback who's a bust, yeah. and go to the Super Bowl. And yet they did it. But point is, there was more risk getting McCaffrey than you recall now because he's playing so good and he's playing so yeah. often, right? Yeah. He, stayed, he stayed healthy for them. On the text line, people asking why the British ski cap. Do you know where I got this? You know where I got this, don't you? I don't have one. Yeah, don't you don't remember where we got him. Uh, That's well, that makes sense because to you, he's gone and forgotten. Yeah, to balls, me, he's alive and well. Yeah, balls, balls brought us up. back from one of his holidays. <laughs> balls used to take holidays to the, you know, the poppy fields of Holland. And balls the, was posting pictures of uh, balls is <laughs> it has a new doggy, okay. and he awesome. he loves his dog. Good for him. And they had a big snowfall up there. And yeah, NYC. what kind of dog is it? I don't know. 
It's of course cute, you cute dog. New. A little one? A new little, dog. He had a little one yeah. here. It's a new one. <laughs> it's a yeah. New <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new dog. Murph, I've got a question for you. I've been thinking about this. I'm excited about your – I'm one of the few who mm-hmm. am really pumped up about you doing the SNY games. Mm. Do we know who are we doing it with Gare? Yeah, Gare's gonna yeah, Gary's gonna do both. And mm-hmm. I'm I really appreciate it. Yeah. Like, like I know sincerely. You well, he's so good. Like and I'll and take you're gonna all have the help conversations. It's spring training. So the game itself, you'll add insight. It'll be great. Right. You'll be able to talk about, you know, being Jacksonville will come up because DJ Stewart will play in the lineup Man, one of those days. Ben Gamble's up there Sean trying Reed to make Foley. it. Sean Reed Foley. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of Jacksonville. The 90 Foley gonna take yes. over Queens. But I think along those lines, Pross, and I don't know how you feel about this. Okay. But I think at some point in the two days. Mention us at some point. Certainly yeah. Murph can drop Shout in out to the drill. Shout out to the guys down in Jack Dan and Jeff Prosser yeah. doing a great well, job. This one of those guys is like a hardcore. I learned from him because he's yeah. such a, he's one of those. He's one of you, Gare. He's a 50-year Met fan who's lived and died I with guess this I'm franchise. Been, I, I, guess I have an I'm out on this conversation. This is like you and Dan's backseat trips. I'm out. All the Vazins over there. That's a topics to talk about. So whenever I tell anyone I kind of like I do the reps, you guys let me come in here and do the reps i go one of the one of the hosts is a met gator which yeah. made us one of the few people yes. there for a decade together who liked the mets and the gators correct there weren't yeah. a ton of us so correct you know he once chased down my friend david wright in in san diego for a picture you did yeah, yeah. yeah for sure you know what came out yesterday what you ready pakoda 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 has not has been very kind to the mets through the years you guys yes. want to guess i this deserves a little bit I don't know what, well, we don't have much time for a deeper dive. We'll have Get Smart John next. Can we do a mini deep dive here on baseball? Yeah, we got five There's minutes. a couple of trends here. There's two of them. The two system that Zips is combined with somebody, maybe Fangraphs, they do one. Pakoda does one. They agree on most. Um, they agree, minorly disagree on a couple of things. But there are, you want to guess the two teams that compared to what they've been and especially what they were last year that they're highest on. They've got they've got one team going worst to first in their division. See if you can guess that one. And the second one is more just a return to dominance where they think this team will stay. The second one should be easier. Yankees, 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 Yankees yeah. missed the playoffs last year, barely over 500, added Soto, added more than that and they are expected by Pakoda to they're projected for six more wins than the Blue Jays. So they'd win 94 games this year the Yankees, a big upgrade from last year. Can you guess for me? You can look at last year's stats. It's easy. The worst. Yeah, it's easy, isn't it? Because it of the DNA. To. Yes. Yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals. Very good, Murph. You didn't even look. That's I not a, like I wouldn't have known the Cardinals. Well, were last. I just started doing the divisions. So, okay. Like, nobody's taking the NL West. Right. The NL Central. Who are like not the Pirates. Um, East, and then yeah, I just landed there, and I thought I remember just hearing the Cardinals uh, finish last place, which is unusual for them. But yes, you know the whole NL Central hasn't done. A ton. No, I will say point. this: they they have the Cardinals. Is this? Do I have hat head? Um, <laughs> it's for radio. They, <laughs> they, they, they um. I got a haircut, so they, I don't have it. Get, get, yeah, get a look yeah. at this, gang. You know, you, you want to know about the British ski cap? Yeah. Uh, what about this ski cap, huh? This is straight from the wilds of Murray County, Tennessee, right here. Um, I will say this about the NL Central prediction by Picota: mm-hmm. it could be anyone. Because St. Louis is projected with the most wins, 84. Don't look now. Pirates projected 73 wins. So, inching closer back to 500. they got some good young talent, right? Especially well, they won 76 O'Neal last Cruz year, though, and, Huh? They won they 76 win? last year. They got so. hot for a while, yeah. didn't they? Beginning yeah. of the season. Uh, and the Brewers, again, I, I don't. I hate when my baseball team gets – gets. maybe they have a plan. Hicken accused my Braves of this years ago, and it was just a brief blip, and they restocked, and they got good. But the Brewers gave up a lot this offseason. 
That yeah, pitching I, staff is done. It doesn't take them out of the central. They That's lost true. Woodruff because he was hurt, so Half he won't participate. Right. And yeah. they moved Burns. Yeah. Right. Where'd he um, go? The Orioles? Get, he went yes. to the Orioles. Ooh, and they, who's they the winner of that trade? Orioles? Yes. Yeah, They've only got the Baltimore with 86 wins, guys. Fourth place in the East. I don't like Baltimore very yeah. much. Yeah. I would love to be a fan of Baltimore as long as, I mean, the young talent that they mm-hmm. have. Ooh, and those holiday, the holiday the kid, Hollywood, yeah. Oh, and his little brother is apparently yeah, he's supposed to ring or two. He's <laughs> All right, stiff. You guys will like we'll, the holidays we'll, touch baseball. We'll, <laughs> we'll step to the uh, topic that we're most familiar and expert with, the National League East, and I'll just Pocota. I'll just frame a few questions. This is based on the Pakota. Uh, uh, Murph, tell people what Pakota stands for. Thank you. Uh, it's like player excellence. It, yeah, chopped. It's, no, it's it's over it's the statist- over analysis. I actually am going to tell you exactly what it stands for. It's Bill Pakoda. I would say as we were just coming off the NL Center, there's still players to be had. So Cody Bellinger still needs somewhere to find yeah. some work. So that I think of, okay. like, the, the Cubs can still make some moves. Yes. I think. All right. In the National League East. Yes. One of the five teams is given a 0% chance, 0.0 Blue Tarski, of winning mm. the division. It might be a former employer of mine. I don't well, think so. you got so. two to choose from. I don't think so. You don't think we talked about this yesterday. I think a it's the bit. fish because they didn't the do anything and they lost Sandy for the year and they didn't and Solaire and they did not add one free agent. No, they haven't signed anybody. Um, That's my guess. Okay, you I'm think going it, you're going Nationals? Dance on the right street, wrong house. They've got the Nats at zero point zero, but Miami, to your point, mm-hmm. who was a contender for much of last year, just a one point one percent chance. Mm-hmm. See, the mm-hmm. Nats were Returning. like I told Pross yesterday. I read the Nats were thirty five and thirty seven in the second half. Yeah, so they were. Maybe did, but, so I, I still look at the season and 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 like it's two separate seasons. I know you always me. want to get to the well because like so the Yankees yeah. end up finishing what two games above five hundred. Right. But when you choose at the deadline to make your ball club right. worse in the short term, yeah, then you're gonna get your teeth yeah. kicked in for the yeah. last two months. Yeah, um, I get you. I get all right, you. it's a, it's a uh, the the only clue will be it's a very scant difference. Between yeah, this is easy second process. and third it's, place. It's Braves and then Phils and Mets are down. This, Braves are the one that everybody Yeah, yeah, loves. yeah, for sure. But yeah. Phillies or Mets, who's, oh, you want who's projected Phillies. for more. They're within a uh, – before you say it quick, I don't yeah. want to stop you. Yeah, they're within a win. They're less than yeah. a win it's Phillies. in the projections. It's Phillies. Um, the Phillies are projected 84.6 and the Mets 83.7. Mm. Is that low for the Mets? Would Shot you bet the over? World. Huh? Would you bet the over 83.7? <clears throat> no. You wouldn't. I do that every year with my buddy. We, we lay a hundo on the season. On the Pakota rankings or on the Vegas no, on the number? Vegas over under. Okay. And, and what does Vegas have met? You I know, haven't, I haven't. We haven't done it yet. But I, I don't. You're not big on the Mets. They didn't do much, did they? <laughs> well, no. They their whole rotation is different, but it's a lot of ifs. It's going to be the bulk. What it is the rotation? It boils, and by the ifs, it's like the innings. Where are yes. they going to come from? It's not that that Severino can't throw good innings. It's how many is he going to throw? Um, Who are? What's the staff for the Mets? Let's go. You go with the top. Senga, Kodai Sanga, Quintana, Severino, so you had, Manaya, so you had, so you had those the guys. lad from Milwaukee. Um, How, Hauser. Hauser. Yeah. yeah, that's your five. It's the top two you McGill. had last year. McGill, they say Mucci's McGill's easy. developed this split You've finger had him. thing. That a slow straight one. Yeah, yeah well, whatever. So hopefully. All right. um, <laughs> Yeah, the Braves straight or they're curves or they move. Yeah, you could curve it so, or you can straight it. <laughs> <laughs> the Braves are <laughs> the Braves are installed as a ninety three point two percent to win the division, which is no surprise, and it's not even what's a humble their brag. number. The Prakota number. Well, here's the question I want to ask, and then I'll tell you what the number is. Probably a hundo. Who do you think is projected for the most wins in the National League? I think the Braves are over the Dodgers. Dodgers. Okay, you think Dodgers. Dodgers? What about in the Major League Baseball? Who's projected for? Is it Braves, Dodgers? Are they the top two? 
yeah, but I like Texas. I mean, I think Texas got better. Man, I, I'm telling you, this, what Texas is Texas is building something down there. They yeah, one without Degrom. I mean, if Degrom comes back in the second uh-huh. half, and, and I've always hated Pakoda because they've been as well too much. <laughs> you know, I've always hated Pakoda. Pakoda, Pakoda, for the reason that Rangers fans probably are like, you suck this morning. Uh-huh. Because the Braves, like last year, I believe the Braves were projected for like 86 wins, right? The Mets had more. We talked about it. Or one of these years where they had the Mets at like 92 and the Braves at 85. And I'm like, well, I mean, whatever. It'll be a race. But mm-hmm. I don't get that. They've got Texas winning 86 games. Hick. 86. Maybe wow. not being a playoff. Team. Only 50-50 to make the playoffs, they say about the Rangers. Uh, so anyway, it is the Braves and Dodgers. Daniel goes Dodgers. Pakota says 102. Yeah, I go Braves. Dan goes Braves. Pakota says 100.7. Ooh, so a uh, slight job. difference at the very top of the. All right, let's take a break. Pocota you want to play trivia? Murph, you good at trivia? You're about to find out. Uh, no, It'll be fantastic. He was here last week. A Thanks for teammate. listening. Oh, he was. I know you were distracted. You were, I was walking. You, know, you were chugging along. Very. Oh, yeah, he was here yeah, last week. Trudge. Very, very faithfully. Trudging. Oh, the was... trudging was going on. It's a long trudge, though. That was a long that walk. A long one. Cold not to be trifled with. It was cold all day that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, that's a good one. We got it. It was a good day for that, at least. All right, we'll come back. We'll get smart, John. It's the Beatrice Plumbing wins. You know him, you love him. He's GSJ. Get smart, John. He may be a little touchy today. We snubbed him. In his Super Bowl that was on Dan. We were all ready to go, John. And he <laughs> pulled the so plug. He fair, wanted to Johnny. go. Mrs. P, BWR, myself. Oh, John. They all could have went without me. Yeah. I had to work. We How didn't want you? to go without him, though. So, you know, we'll have to be there next year, maybe. Or the one after. Or perhaps in 2027. How long did it take <laughs> us to get there, Johnny? 18 years? 19. 19. 19. Okay. And so. 19 years. So you came another under the 20 18, years. Another 18. I'll be 78. Jeff will be <laughs> 74. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Sure. Yeah, and, back uh, in my day. The game, and I'll be, I remember the game used to be on television. <laughs> it was Unitas. Unitas. <laughs> and I'll be 80 and hopefully still hosting. I love yeah, it, you know. Well, that you don't have to worry right. about losing your hair. Uh, uh, no. This is true. He's bald. He's beautiful. And he smells so darn good. Uh, we got a speed trap uh, <laughs> real quick out on Roosevelt by NAS. So if you're out and about that way, the speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. Real quick. Just drop that in. Yeah. get to the so, uh, shout outs. Uh, second annual uh, Super Bowl slash NFL trivia was a resounding success. We had a packed house. As a matter of fact. Did they, uh, is it because they thought we were coming, John? I'll be honest. Some did. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> There may have been a couple a couple teams that were disappointed because where where's the uh, they, where's the drill? I said if they put the TV they on, they, come. if they put the TV on, they would have saw me. I had a, I had a valid they, excuse. They, I I did. I Thank did. You. Thank you. Yes, and the the team that came in second place last year when you guys won, uh-huh. they won this year. Oh, well, there you so go. They're the team. So yeah. they needed so us good. to miss. See, that's what we did. Yeah. So it was good. Now, I'm, of course, I'm going to ask you a few Super Bowl questions. You know that's coming. Oh, we're right? fine. Oh, of course you are. And shout out to uh, actually one of the teams that we're hoping you'd be there to Drew, Amanda, and Wes, longtime Googans and Guganellas. They shout uh, out. they played. Yes, and a very special shout out my longtime scorekeeper Emily Kristovich, who was uh, not scoring for me last night because she was playing lacrosse for Stanton and scored two goals. That a girl, Emily. So shout out to Emily go, girl. and her lovely mother. Yes, uh, was in her place. So oh, we wonderful. appreciate that. Shout out, mom. Way to go, yeah. mom. And mom. real quick, and. Uh, you're talking about Reacher. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And a yeah. Great series, by the way. Yeah. 
the guy that plays him, they make him sound like he's 6'4", 6'5". In reality, he's only 6'2". They do that on purpose to give you the impression he's much larger. Really? He's he actually only 6'2". Yeah. Just like, uh, what was it, uh, David Clark Duncan uh-huh. in uh, The Green Mile. They yeah. did the same thing with him. Okay. So I just wanted to share that. Okay. Well done. Let's go. All right. So let's go ahead and give you a Super Bowl question. Let's By the way, it. nice to have Daniel in two weeks in a row. Yes. Hopefully I yeah. can participate and help. You're fine. No. You you did very well last weekend. Why, thank you. Yes. Okay. So I want you to tell me the first NFL team to go to three Super Bowls in a row. The first one was, uh, okay, let's see. It wasn't Green Bay. It wasn't Miami. It's Miami. Yeah, they yeah. lost to Dallas. And yeah. Went to this is where that Super Bowl knowledge comes in, right? Are we gonna, Are we playing the Super Bowl game? Is that happening? Oh, that's too bad. No, no, no. Something. I'm just going to ask a few. Yeah, I, I, I had to give you a few I'm sorry, in there. I zoned away there. I was reading a very distressing, and I'm going to share it with Dan, a very distressing comparison of what the Lions did coming off their 9-8 and eight versus what the Jags did coming off their 9-8. and eight I really don't want And to how that. lingering this tragic Ass whipping they gave us is gonna is is gonna stick around. Wonderful. I mean, you want to talk to look about forward to the Lions nice on the Lions basically spent last off season punching us in the face. Okay, that's what's happened. That's Ooh, great. This is no bueno, mm. Johnny. No oh, bueno. Can I enjoy my trivia? Yes. Segment here. Yep. Okay. Can we get focused? <laughs> we'll do this next. It's next, et. I'm with it. Spit nails over here. This is disgusting me. All okay. Right. All right. I mean, I got, I got Johnny shouting out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry yeah. in the city. Well, I, don't, you know. I got you reading an article, yeah. <laughs> and I got six minutes into trivia. I got one Dolphins question. Well, we got it right. Okay. All right, let's go. Right. And that'll do it for trivia. Another perfect game. <laughs> you guys are telling me. Oh, okay. Uh, who was the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl? Wasn't that uh, Pete? I'm running that by my guys, then. All right, Pete Carroll was, well, what year did they win that, E? Uh, 14. So, and he, he's, he's... He's 70-something now, yeah. so that's, he's, man, eh, it might be somebody older. Yeah, but, well, didn't Belichick just win? He's 72. He just won one a, th- four years ago with the, with the okay. Patriots. He he's probably older than Pete was. He would have been older than Pete. Okay. Uh, do we have to go back? Marv Levy didn't win. Never won. Uh, Flores? How old was Flores? Uh, no, he just looked old. I hate to go back to my childhood because when you're little, you think 30-year-olds look yeah, 60. Yeah. So I don't – you know what I mean? It's like Tom Landry, you know? Yeah, I mean, how old was he when know, he won? But they haven't won. They didn't win since like 70, what, 8? That's 50 years ago. Andy Reid is not a spring chicken. Yeah, he's getting up there. But that would – But I'd say Belly was probably – Yeah. when did Belly win? How many years was ago? Was it 18 maybe? What bald guy? Look at Yoda coming over with the bald guy. What about Vermeil? <laughs> No. When he came back with the with the Rams, what about Vermeil? Wasn't he? Wasn't he? No. Uh, Dick Vermeil still with us? Yeah. Yes, he is. The uh, wine connoisseur. Oh boy, this is. T- it would, uh, hi. Um, who? What bald guy are you even talking about? Never oh, mind. Who, for the Bucks. Oh, Arians. Bruce, oh, Arians. Bruce Arians. Yeah, he was up there too. That's a good one. Trying to remember them saying he's was the he oldest. seventy? He, I bet you Arians was seventy. They just won two year, three years ago, was he? Wow, that's yeah. a good. That's a good. Uh, damn you, Johnny. It's a good question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a yeah, very good question. A good are one. they really close? This would also be one of those put these guys in order by age. Uh-huh. These guys yeah. are all close. I bet. I think it might be that Arians. The final question. That's all the right. one that's most like shocking out of nowhere. All right, let's go with that. We'll one. go Bruce Arians. 
Very good. Ooh. Yeah. Good pull, Yoda. Shout out to Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> I'm going to give you a good pull, and I'm going to give myself a good, strong confirmation. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I believe okay, you. Now this one you're gonna, How old was he, John? How old was he? Let's look. I, you know what? I don't have okay, his age. All right, all right, he was six, right. I think he was 69 or 70, though. I'm pretty sure. All right. So, okay. So, listen carefully. This is a good one, okay? Right. I want to see if you can get three of these, but you should get two. Okay. There have been... Five, actually six, because they're from the same school. There have been six Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks who played their college ball where five U.S. presidents also attended that same college. Can you name them? I just need the college. I need the name of the college Wait. that both the Super Bowl-winning quarterback uh-huh. and president of the United so States So any president along the way. Well, Michigan is certainly one of them. It was Gerald Ford. There you go. That's oh, right. Any... So Brady and Ford, that's correct, oh, Michigan. Okay. okay. There's five Very different good. ones? I yeah, bet there's you... actually, actually, there's six because two. there were two Super Bowl quarterbacks that went to the same college as another president. Was well, there that... any from Cal? Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. No, presidents. Oh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm oh, guessing like Stan, has Stanford produced a, a, a president? Probably, right? Elway from Stanford? No, or... I know. I'm. I'm is that Nixon at Stanford? The other one? Who's the president? Who's from the Stanford? president from Stanford? Was it Nixon? It was uh, Herbert Hoover, actually. Okay. Herbert Hoover. I bet you. He was the quarterback. Huh? That was from Stanford. You got Elway. Who was the other? There you go. Very good. Okay. That's two. Oh, so we get two. We got three now total, or no? Okay. We have two. You got two. I don't know that. Like, first of all, some of these universities, I don't know when they were founded. Like, you would think like James K. Polk would have gone to Tennessee. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a little hint. One of them was a smaller school. And again, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, you see what I'm saying about there, Manning? Is there a, a, yeah. a, a, anybody go to Delaware? Because Flacco, was it, would there be a president from Delaware? Yeah, Biden. Biden, right? Did he, well, did he Bingo. Go? Yeah. Bingo. Is that the smallest? That's the one most people forgot. Yeah, okay, well, you got three. There okay. you go. That, uh, you want, uh, do you want to try for oh, is, is that a win? We only needed three? Yeah, I, yeah I, you only need three. Can we, can we throw, like, did James K. Polk go to Tennessee or no? No, that's not one. Okay, I think he's probably no. before. He probably predates. There's this. no I, no Ivy League quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl. There's only Fitz. Fitz uh, magic. Yeah, thing. I just. Uh, what about? Um, okay, what about? Uh, you you got to think. But Cal, no, there's no Cal. Well, son? I, I didn't think so. I, no, no more West Coast schools. You okay. got the, you got the Stanford. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so big. School. How about North? Uh, um, Duke, does Duke know Virginia? Who who quarterback Virginia do? Oh, I'm just yeah. thinking. Of, you want a little hint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A hint because we got this. Is fun. I like this. Okay, one of them think military. Oh yeah, oh, army. Academy. Yeah, army. Well, who's? Yeah, but no navy. Stallback. Stallback. Yeah, navy. Right. Yeah. And who was the president just for extra? Um, Kennedy. The president was Bush. Kennedy. Bush. No. Bush. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter was yeah. the navy. I didn't know that. No. Wow. Yeah. Bush was a navy pilot. I guess I thought yeah. just assumed yeah. that he yeah. was Ivy League actually. Kennedy's Ivy League. What's the last one? Yeah. Roethlisberger, Miami of Ohio, oh, yeah, never and, get that and Benjamin Harrison. So yes. that was a tough one, but yes. yeah, you guys did well. Yeah, okay, we got it. Yeah, we're cool. That was a good job. Think when, I love that question. Hey, do you think when Benny Harrison was walking this, the, the, the Miami of Ohio campus, somebody said, you know, that guy's going to be president of the United States one day. <laughs> Miami of Ohio. Come on. Right? Shout okay. out. We'll get more. That was I must I must admit you were uh, very strong on that, yeah. uh, especially with the time constraints there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we'll give you one more Super Bowl. Okay, uh, who was the first person to return a kickoff in the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, that was uh, was a Fulton Walker for the Miami, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Can you tell me who the opponent was? Yeah, for- Washington. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Here's what's interesting about Ful- Fulton Walker. Um, was I'm almost positive was a West Virginia grad. I think he was. And so I lived in West Virginia when Fulton Walker played college football there. So that really stuck out to me when uh, when he did that. It was been early '80s, right? I'm still in high school. Why didn't Don wow. McNeil tackle John Riggins? Oh. Why didn't he? Oh. Mm. Just tackle that, him. That killed little little Danny boy oh, back in the day. That was not good. That was a, that was a college. That was a. Ooh, that was. A, hey yeah. Murph, we really oh. holding our own here, ain't we? Don McNeil passed, didn't he? Tragically, what happened? Did he? Educational no. segment no. for me. <laughs> right. Me too. <laughs> yeah. The most famous play in Washington football history, too, still, is that play. So, just saying. When I think Washington history, I think of... of, Jack Squirek, who just passed away. Yeah. Had the interception against your boy Thiesman. I think of... I think of... It's not a... Washington plays just a game. I think of your Permian with the the fumbling the ball everywhere. From Miami against Washington. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because Miami was about to go up 17 to nothing. It was going to be a 17-0 season. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you know that play? It was in the Super Bowl on Show Miami's undefeated uh, season. They were lined up for a field goal, and the ball popped up to the kicker, and he went running with it. I mean, he is just juggling it like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> seem possible. One of Washington's defensive backs grabbed it and ran it back. All of a sudden, instead of 17 nothing, it's 14-7. to oh, It's a thing now. And yeah. we got a ball game, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know what's crazy about that game? Even though Miami undefeated, Washington was actually favored in that game. Yeah. Well, they were wrong. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Okay, uh, now we're going to do some non-Super Bowl stuff, All okay? Right. All right. All right. Um, stock market. Yes. Until recently, you could stock up on shower curtains with what now-defunct chain whose stock symbol was BBBY. Bed Bath & Beyond. There you go. Murph from okay, the left board for three. Okay, Murph. Oh, board, ET. Welcome yeah. to the those millennials on the board. There we go. Three. Welcome to the trust tree. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Maybe they're cotton. <laughs> I, don't know. Really cool. I, never I sit there and I wonder. something exotic I've never I, seen before. Is, is this, are you the only one ever? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Magazines. Founded by Stuart Scheftel. What American sports magazine is celebrating its 70th anniversary in 2024? Well, it ain't sporting news. It ain't SI because it's defunct. I go sporting news. Well, you know what? That's actually you're right. It, yeah. it, um, because it is, but it was actually SI. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would. We yeah. probably would have said SI, but we knew that was. Yeah. yeah and you know what? You're good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. again. And I always say when there's errors on these questions, I always have to say I don't write them. Oh yeah. Final <laughs> question, bro. Yeah. Oh, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You like that, Hummer? Huh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never really said it. <laughs> You want to go party? The drinking age is only 19 it was here. kind of a clown question. Yeah, clown Big question, time. bro. <laughs> Big time. That's fair. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, begins with B, like boy. B, okay. Yes. In the early days of aviation, what 11-letter word referred to a pilot who had traveled to towns and performed aerial stunts above local farm fields? How many letters? Eleven. Eleven. Begins with, with B. B. Barnstormer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I would have rather <laughs> just said Babe Ruth and baseball guys would could have helped with jump that on the train yeah. in the yeah. offseason yeah. and mm-hmm. traveled as parts unknown and play baseball. That was part of the what tour? Yeah, barnstorming <laughs> down in Cuba. Yeah. Mm. World leaders. Idi Amin. 
protests in the Philippines. He'll eat you. He's a he's a right. bad man. He ate people. He's bad a man. bad man. He was man. not a good. One man. of the worst despots. No. He, he on the despot chain. He'd be a lot higher than people probably recognize. An evil, evil man. Idi Amin. Yeah. Yeah. Uganda. Um, I, believe. I believe so too. Yeah. 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 You'd rank him, break him up like with Hitler. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it's like top yeah, three despots. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, protests in the Philippines in 1986 drove which longtime leader into exile? That was the Mar- lady with the shoes. Marcos? Yeah. Amelda Marcos? Well, was, oh, was Fer- well, her, her husband. Her husband. Fer- but yeah, that's Ferdinand? what you think, Ferdinand? Of. you think of her. Ferdinand, right. Yeah. But you think of her, yeah, Melda, yeah. you're right, with the 3,000 pairs of shoes. Oh, my balls has a golden retriever. That's yeah, very dog exotic has. dog. It's hard to identify those, Dan. I, I see it, now. I see now what you're saying. He had another dog out in the snow. I mean, it's I a golden know. retriever. It's I like the know. most identify, easily identifiable dog in the world. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Something exotic. Something <laughs> Okay, superheroes. Superheroes. I'm not good at this, man. Because I had and I had a bonus question on this, which I think you guys will get. Okay, what is the first and last name of the fictional character who becomes the Incredible Hulk when angry? And for a bonus point, this is again before he turned into the Hulk. Yeah, when David Banner, human form. Okay, right. Bruce well, Banner. yeah, David or Bruce Banner. Bruce. And yeah. who oh, was Bruce. the actor yeah. who portrayed him yeah. in the seventies TV series? Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby. Well, let me tell you about my best friend. He's a one more comely toy. Down my pride and joy. Got to keep it to the Hulk, and that's just instrumental, which means you can't sing it. So let's just let that go. David Banner's a rapper. Yeah, it's a Bruce Banner. Yeah, but yeah, very depressing end of end of show music for every Incredible Hulk episode, where he's standing hitchhiking with his slow piano music playing underneath. Yeah, very sad. Play, right, I, I want to end this segment with that. Find me the closing music, uh, E.T., when we get there for uh, yeah. oh, the Incredible music, TV your, show. Your audio clue. Man, Let's I go. almost yeah. forgot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Bang it. Yeah. Okay. My love. My love. That's Lionel. It's his former theme music of Club There's Tiger. Only okay. you There's one of them. In my life. There's one. We signed up. Uh, Is it Diana? Uh, oh, you got it without even hearing her. Yes, that's who. Yeah, my first that's what love. I needed. Yeah, this go. was the uh, tiger, t- team Tiger Club when Dan was in the Tiger Club. We used to play this. I miss. He'd read so. the letters. It was fantastic. Mm. You think I love you, Murph? I had a. All right, we got tiger. time for one more, Johnny. Okay. One more, one more. All right, we're going to end you. Okay, this is a good one, too. I like it. Okay, it's sports. <laughs> hey, Murph, what happens like if you're in a baseball game and there's two outs in the bottom of the eighth, and I say, all right, one more. We got a no hitter going. Is that bad? Is that it. frowned upon? Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they had it somewhere else, Murph says. Please not me. Please not me. Please not me. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is the last year that both the Winter and Summer Olympics oh, were held in the same year? You dog. <sighs> we can get this. I think it's... Um, Jeff, this is a second. This is a late second round question. Just so you know, so it's like, I think it's like eighty-eight, dude. Ninety-six. They were still it's eighty. No, no. no. Oh yeah, ninety-six was Salt Lake in Atlanta, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Still in the same. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then they, they got thrown off at like ninety, ninety. I don't remember what happened. But we went from ninety to ninety-two. I don't know. I if feel we, like might be ninety-eight. Ninety-eight? No, they're not no. going to go summer ninety-six, ninety-eight. Yeah, two thousand yeah. was in Sydney. The summer has stayed on four. They switched the winter. Well, maybe they switched the winter to 98. No. Well, yeah, but no, you're saying the last year that they were together. So 98 oh. will never be the answer. It might be 96, though. It might be 98 when they switched. 
I think, and then O two. I, I, I don't. I, I, don't I think O. Yeah. Um. I, I like. I like ninety. Yeah. I like, like ninety six. I do too. Ninety six. Could be O two. Ninety two. It is ninety two. Yeah. Salt Lake was not ninety six. There's Salt a drive oh, deep to left field. It's oh, way no. back. Oh no! It's gone. <laughs> I would have said eighty eight. So anyway, we missed it. Get All right, John, get the hell out of here. Right, have boys, a good we'll see. Have a great day. All right, you want to? That's that anger is. That's nothing compared to when I read to you when two football teams left the two thousand and twenty three season, two twenty twenty two season behind. They were both nine and eight. One of them had the better young quarterback. One of them had a playoff win. And then they started to get different. Oh, the details are not pretty when we return. You're listening to The Drill. It's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. I love when I see headlines like this. So I welcome to the 10-minute drill, Daniel Murphy, finishing up the power hours. So, mm-hmm. Brought to so, you by ITP Partners, by the uh, way. Six to eight on Wednesday mornings. Murph, yes. we're going to be pretty good on that. Yep. So we got to get our, make our way into baseball season. Looking Wonderful. forward to it. Have you gotten your assignment yet for which games you'll be doing? Yes. 27th and 28th. Early on, who who were the opponents? Uh, I haven't seen it. St. Louis, man. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw. And... They're back to back, yes, which is nice. Should Cardinals we come down and, and with like uh, poster board signs? If you'd like, yeah, we could yeah. sit. They would sit in the outfield. Do the show from down there. there. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the kind of idiot thing we do. Just say no. You shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it, I feel like Hick. Oh no. I'm not, all right. You want to do the Jags first? Yeah. All right. Been teasing it forever. All right. I mean, it's not a huge tease. It's just a. It's just a, a, a. This is a reality here, man. This is this is this is no bueno. Uh, the Lions, who have like the Jags, been one of the worst organizations in football since we entered the league. Mm-hmm. Right, I bet you if we look at winning percentage since the Jags entered, and there's a bottom four or five, the Lions yeah. are probably going to be there with us and the Browns, maybe the Bucks, the Falcons, those types. Um, last year, 2022, the Lions and Jaguars both finished nine and eight. The Lions, like us, finished strong. Remember, they got that win oh, yeah. at Green Bay, but it wasn't enough. They knocked Green Bay out. They knocked Green Bay and out. And Aaron Rodgers' career there. And it, what did it do too? Without going to the playoffs, without having that kind of positive reinforcement, they stayed focused. They went all the way to the AFC Championship game. They continued a team on the rise, right? Mm-hmm. We also finished 2022 strong with some of the same thoughts that people would have about the Lions. And did we finish? Did we come out and, and arrow up and finish strong? We did not. No. Um, well, this is what happened between both teams finished 2022 and then kicked off 2023. Uh, the Lions drafted Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. He had 1,250 all-purpose yards. First-round running back pick usually gets panned. Uh, then they drafted linebacker Jack Campbell. I didn't like that one either. Who started 12 games ultimately and ended up being a really good player as a rookie. Then they drafted Sam Laporta. He caught 86 balls as a rookie tight end. Then they drafted Brian Branch, who made um, nine or ten starts, had three interceptions. Picked off Mahomes in the first game. Might have taken it back to the house, if I remember. um, Then then they signed David Montgomery, right? And you're like, well, why do you draft a guy in round one? You just draft him. Well, then he ran for 1,000 yards. And then, by the way, they also got, like, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They went and got him. Mm -hmm. Impactful. Did we did we add a defender as impactful as any of the guys I've mentioned? Maybe Antonio Johnson is on par with Brian Branch. That would be fair. But other than that, this doesn't bode well. This is why you can't have – how many picks do we have, Vic? 13? What do we have last year? 11? What was it? What? Uh, how, like 12 or 13. Yeah, we, and, and, and 
at least after year one, it looks like we wasted 85% of them. Now, maybe that's a little harsh. We got to see what Britain Strange does. We got to see how some of these guys emerge. But man, um, you, you want to know why as we go through this offseason and start to get the predictions, why the lines are going to be expected to continue getting great. And we're going to be, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about the Jags, the blah, blah, blah. Well, that's <laughs> it right there. And, and the injuries and the guy, you know, sweating and bleeding and playing through injury and trying to win. Okay. You boys upstairs in the suits, y'all need to do your part. Yeah. These guys are down there just busting their ass, playing on spraying this and broken that. Mm. What are y'all doing? Mm. Y'all got to bring the right people in, man. You got paid a lot of money to do something really fun, construct an NFL football team. I got news for you. I can give a football magazine to a junior at Terry Parker. He can spin the wheel and give us what you're giving us. Let's go. There we go. That's my player Player procurement. Murph. That's just yeah. terrible, dude. And then and, 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 and the mealy mouth... You know, uh, like support of what we've done. Stop it! Fail, epic fail. You drafted this guy here to be this. He's not that. Fail. Cut your fail. Move on. Don't sell us your failures as works in progress. Y'all are bad, man. We 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 are going the wrong way. Y'all are bad. bad. You're bad. Good. Bad. Yeah, bad. We're going the wrong way because what y'all are doing up there in that press box, dude. What y'all are doing out on the scouting session, who you are bringing in, it ain't about development. It's not about onboarding. What a bunch of crap. Mm. Get good players, man. Mm. That are ready. That are ready to play for a team who's, you know, we're not 3-14 and 14, taking three years to get guys good. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on. Do better. <sighs> Feel better. There you go. Got, got hate in your heart. Let it out. Well, sports hate's different. I yes, accept absolutely. it. I accept sports hate. It's part of it. Or if I got a stat for you that I think you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna enjoy here, this is like one of those. You know, like NBA to me is the king of stats. Like they'll go, he's the he joins only this guy and this guy is a guy who scored 35, 10, You know, those <laughs> yeah. T- right? Yeah, they, we they, always get those stats. They will, they will from pull NBA? them out. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's one, but this one really. Kind of wows me and defines greatness. It's it's oh, really a dance. Well, let, let me yeah, get you right there. It really is a. Yeah, it's, His name is Hick and he's the reason you listen. Just kidding, Jeff. It's Dan Hick and Damn Stan it, of the day. The only one that still recognizes you as living. Since 2001, there have been 125 drives in the NFL postseason where it was the fourth quarter at least, under a minute left to play, the team on offense trailed by seven or fewer at the start of the drive. These are clutch moments, right? That, that makes sense. Do or die drives that win and lose games. So out of those 125 drives in the postseason, 40% of them saw the team on offense get the points they needed. Some quarterbacks were pretty good at it. Tom Brady, 5 of 11, 46%. It's really good. Drew Brees, 3 for 6, 50%. Patrick Mahomes, 7 for 7. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Game over. You know, and that's why folks that think that Brady's goatdom is just permanent. When you get to the end, when you start getting five Super Bowls, seven if you're within for the seven, e, if you're within the seven, if you've got five, yeah. yet what'd you say Brady was five for eleven? Yeah, and you end your career sixteen for eighteen. Those things are going to matter. You know, they're going to matter in your overall. And by the way, one of them, there was thirteen seconds left on the clock. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Dang. Right? The two of them were in this game, I'm assuming, because he got the ball and he needed to get a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then he needed 
to more, get more, yeah. at, at least, least a field, field goal, goal. To keep the game going. And he, he did both. So I'm assuming he gets credit for both of those. Seven for seven. Wow. I mean, that's clutch as they come. What makes an athlete clutch? What what does it? Can you slow slow your heart rate? Did you you felt the enormity of at bats in your career? What did you do to did you did you feel a nervousness, an anxiety? How do you Yes, certainly. I think that in those in those moments like there, the when you're able to like Patrick and and you have those big moments, mm-hmm. when you can kind of visualize a plan, but you're when I say visualize a plan, it it it's in such a short period of time. So I think of it in terms of when I'm walking up to the plate for an at-bat, I have a hole at-bat. Right. But after there's there's a pitch thrown, things change. Right. You know what I mean? So you start the drive. The fight for home plate, Murph. Yes, absolutely. The at-bat, yeah. And so I think of it, too, as well, at, at Patrick's willingness to take chances when the situation calls for it. So, like, he scrambles. Mm-hmm. And he cuts him open because he could have slid, mm-hmm. but he cuts him open a little de- deeper and squeezes through those two lads and grabs another ten or twelve yards. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. those those moments right there where he's recognizing what it is he wants to do and and just I think really freely expressing yourself because I thought I heard you say I haven't seen him run that fast. Now it's the Super Bowl and he's going to go as fast as he can, but also at the same time I think that when you're when you're out there just playing freely and I think of my son doing it at extended without supervision around. Just right. Like, just go play. Just go and play. You move really fast. Yeah. Now what happens with that carefree freedom is there can be more mistakes. So yeah. can you take that freedom yeah. of expression and put boundaries of it to accomplish the goal that you're trying to do? It's like I gotta get my ball club down the field right here and get these points so mm-hmm. we can keep mm-hmm. this game going or win it. And and when I think of an at bat, I have an idea of where I want the ball and what he's gonna do, but after he throws the first pitch Everything changes. Yeah. And it's not the entire plan, but how I want to get to the goal I want to accomplish may change. A bit. Right. I just, I, and for Murph, it was, you know, as well as he played against the Cubs and he was the NLCS MVP. Again, we go back to our favorite Murph memory is beating the Dodgers single handedly in game five and then. Calling us on the <laughs> that yeah. morning. That's fantastic. Well, I think it, I we think also it got him from the All Star game. He called us yeah. from there. Yeah. I think it in terms of just being more anticipatory yeah. than reactionary. Yeah. Um. So like, the one in the Dodgers game is like they're they're playing a shift. So I end up getting a walk. Yeah. Um. And I'm at first base, and then well, I got a base hit, and then Lucas Duda works a walk, but they're shifting. Uh-huh. And so the shortstop is basically kind of right behind second base, and they have the whole they can't do anymore, but shifted to the right side. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, as soon as they shifted, I thought, I'd really like to get to third base with less than two outs. It's wide open right now. I wonder how long it'll be that wide open. And I go kind of cruising in the second slowly because Justin Turner is on my shoulder playing second base, but he's the third baseman, so he's off my right shoulder. Yes. And so I got to make sure. Swaggy is a sandlotter, and uh-huh. I have to watch him. Okay. And so once I realize that Justin is out of the play and I can feel him, it's just me and Corey now. Yeah. Seeger. Uh-huh. So as I get to second, Corey looks at me, and we look at each other, and at that moment, it's he on. realizes, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I had just given a peek to Grinky, because you got to watch Zach, too. Yeah. So I give a peek to Zach, and he's on the mound, probably wondering how on earth I walked Duda. And then I look at Seeger, and I go, 
he realized, like, I'm out of here. <laughs> and I go, when I slide into third base, Tim Telfar, third base coach, is, he's brushing the base off with his foot. Like, he doesn't know I'm coming, and I come slamming. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the cool part, actually, I will say is, since nobody was there, I got to kind of pimp the finish a little bit. I got to really yeah, 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 yeah. the dismount yeah, yeah. on the way in there because nobody's Yeah, going. yeah, I remember. And then you look around, like, yeah, that was the <laughs> Did best. you score? Yes. yes. Um, then Travis I don't remember Darno the game my sack. kick yeah, does. Travis Darno hit a sack fly. Yeah, oh, that was huge. Huh? My guy. I know, I should never give up on him either, again. All right, um, we have a baseball question before we let you go. I have a guy who's hit me up a couple of times, and Dan, you probably followed this guy after the Mets trading, but uh, Kalanick? Yeah, Jared. Is, How, is he an upgrade over Rosario? Is he better than? Not yet, but he could be. Similar players, cheaper. though? Similar. Are they similar? Yeah, I think I would say I bet. What do you expect from Kalanick in Atlanta? Is he going to be the latest Atlanta guy? Do you look up and he has 30 homers and 80 RBIs? I mean, or could. does he not stay healthy? But, or what? what is the... What's the glass half empty on Kellenic if you're a Braves fan? I feel like his probably his accuracy and his availability. Got As a defensive player? Uh, oh, you're saying accuracy. You're striking yeah, out too much. Out, yeah. I love how he uses accuracy as a hitting term. Yeah. Kellenic is a guy who young, right? For, like mid-20s yeah. maybe? But it was Might earmarked even. for greatness. Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah. Y'all traded and, for Sugar, right? In that yeah, trade? And, and, Rob, no, no, Cano. Rob, Cano. And Cano. Oh, yeah. and, and Sugar. Diaz was yeah, in yeah. there too. Okay. Yeah. And so it was. it's one of the great – this is the best trade in Mets, worst trade in Mets history. Best trade, worst trade. It went back because he's going to play. Because Sugar way. emerged, it was really for Cano and Cano. So, but anyway, he has not fulfilled his potential yet. Yeah. And then he was doing okay last year. And what did he do? He slammed his. He broke, broke his, his hand. hand. Yeah. Punched a. I think the Braves have looked at his but like the times he's missed has often been stupid, immature stuff like that. He doesn't yeah. have like some debilitating injury that no. he's been trying to, no. that he's been carrying yeah. around. So the Braves have a way of. Getting the most out of those guys, we're moving on. And I think even even if he doesn't turn out to be exactly what you want, the the Mariners needed to tie him to a contract they didn't want. Because correct, took and then the Braves a pitcher, and then just move. And the Braves were fortunate to move him if too. It came it down Ethan to it, White, right? Yeah, it, you could money. always use him, which they won't. But you could use him as just the big side of platoon and find a right-handed hitter for him. Yeah. If the, they can always throw Azuna out there. They ended up sticking yeah. with him, which I wanted them to do. I'm glad they did. I don't know why you give up a bat. All right, uh, we got to go to break. We do. Good to see you, Murph. Yes, thank Beach you. Murphy Power Wednesday Hour. Uh, yep. continues. Always enjoy the Murphy Power Hours mm-hmm. now as yes. part of our hump day mornings. We're back with more next yep. year on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I'm in love with you too, Louise. I feel like falling in love. Falling in love. I'm in the mood to roll something up. Valentine's Day. I need some drink in my cup. Also today, by the way. It's Ash Wednesday. Those of you. It is. Yes, it is. So you may want to get your ashes if you are of that. Just a reminder, it's Ash Wednesday. Um, welcome back. We got one thing to clear up. We did the 10-minute drill. Uh, we, we have a prize pack. I didn't mention it. It's my fault. E, what was our prize pack? A little razzle-dazzle yes, today. Sir. We got $40 to small cakes to be oh. used towards sweet treats. Oh, Yes, sir. Get your okay. sweets right. Get your ladies right. It's Valentine's Day. Go ahead and get it right. All right. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do that right now. He's going to handle that at 641-1010. Come kind, come courteous, come correct. And uh, you may uh, pick that up and uh, do that now. So, 641-1010 if you would like that. Thanks to Murph for coming in. Murphy Power is brought to you by ITP Partners. Appreciate that. Um, and we continue on with Hump Day now. I, I think that... I think we're in a little different spot with the Florida basketball program. And now I'm doing a lot of deciphering just based on like like just two sentences mm-hmm. of tone when you arrived today. Okay. I'm no longer 
uh, bothered by or while it's happening or worried about the issue when the game ends and Florida has more points with this weird trend of building these 20-point leads, these these big leads, and ultimately blowing them to the point that the other team catches up. But I think my comfort, the reason I'm at ease with this, I'm not really worried about it. I don't think that it's going to lower the ceiling for this team is because they're finding a way to win them. And I wonder if at the end of it all, if it doesn't end up being a, ready for this term, net positive, um, by the time they get to the to the sudden death part of, of the schedule that every team that makes it to the tournament reaches. So um, I think that's a, an incredibly interesting take yeah. on a team that uh, is as frustrating as any that I can remember in terms of watching them not feeling comfortable when they have a 20-point lead in a game because of this inability to close teams out. And there's a million reasons why. And I was talking with uh, uh, Patrick a little bit on Twitter last night because he was up and doing yeah, the I saw game him in the studio. In the studio. And it, I've come to the conclusion it's just a lack of defensive effort. They let LSU have its best half of the year, I think, in points production because they don't play defense. And quite frankly, they were very lucky that that game didn't go into overtime. Well, that kid very missed a lucky. wide open That kid front. had a bunny. Yeah, that was he didn't weird. realize he was so Yeah, open he was expecting contact, yeah. and he's just like, oh, my but God. Then, but Condon, for some – well, I know what he was thinking. <laughs> left but his he, post. He left him to run out to guard the three mm-hmm. because the three it, wins it. good pass it. right back in. And and the kid turns around, and he's right – there's no yeah. one around him. He's got a layup. I, I – and so that I get was where you're pure luck, from. and and so then the game goes to overtime, and anything could happen. Yeah, we're three and zero in overtime. I get it, but this is this is unacceptable for this to continue. Now, well, look, I mean, there's they're, winning uh, six out of seven. Uh, a piece it takes away some of that, but well, it takes away all of it. Well, uh, there are ten games well, over no, five. There are ten. It didn't take away the Texas A and M where they would have won seven in a row. Well, I mean, they didn't have that. Was, they're up thirteen th- but, but in the second again, half on the road. It's a little different situation there. I'm speaking more to the to the home court, but that's fair. Yeah, you're right. But they've also come from behind in one games. Not from twenty. Nobody well, comes from behind from twenty. Yeah, you don't. Damn game. You don't get that far behind usually, to be honest. Yeah, but anyway, and that's not to, you know, again. I'll, They've been seventeen and seven in a long time. They have, well, I was going to say seven they, and four in the SEC, and so, they haven't been ten games over five hundred since twenty seventeen. Okay, well, even so better. The, 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 you know the fact that they are winning the game to me at yeah. the end. Do you, am I going to feel any less confident when Florida opens the tournament? You know, in round one against whoever Nevada. No, not going to be any less confident. If Florida gets a twenty point lead in the tournament, am I going to think, oh my god, we're going to lose this game? No, I'm not going to think that. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. And you'll totally, you'll do a one eighty on if they this. lose. If yeah, they lose a tournament sure. game or yeah. end your season Agreed. because you're up twenty and you can't close them out, this Agreed. has become a a habit that is must be fixed. And I don't know. It makes me wonder about the coach here's a little the, bit. Here's like, the thing, though. They're how... winning the game, though. That's I get that. If they're losing the game, then you're you're not blowing a lead if you win. I mean, the lead may go away, but... They blew the lead when it got tied. That's a blown lead. Yeah. Well, they won the game, though. They did win the game. And and they keep doing it. Like, if this were a 50-50, if they kept blowing these big double-digit leads and were only winning half the time, they're winning, like, almost every time they do it. Not every time. You know, they... and, And this, to me, is more concerning. I bet you Florida has led maybe in every game but Ole Miss and Wake Forest. I mean, they have... They have, I know they led the Virginia game. That's one of the losses. Every loss they've had has come to a top 40 team, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's this overall, there's, a, there's certainly not a lack. Of, but look, for every one of those, there's what they did against Auburn. Yeah. You know, they built a big double-digit lead and, and kept that, you know, focus. And the Kentucky one is another one, though, where they didn't have the double-digit lead, but they had that game you felt like in hand most of the day, and that's oh, the one yeah. home loss. That's the one home loss. But anyway, Florida's win over LSU last night included another one of those odd lead by, you know, they led by 21 or 19. Certainly up 20. Uh, they, 20, led by 20, exactly. Uh, LSU ultimately tied the game in the final minutes, but... Uh, Florida does do this. They when those those guys. Here's something else we haven't had for a long time, Hick. If we're going to do both sides of the glass full and empty, mm-hmm. these guys are not afraid to make plays at the end of the game, and they're making them. There's a big difference when Zion or uh, 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 or or you know Clayton Jr. It's a big difference in those car, driving the hoop versus the guys we've been watching driving the hoop for the last five, six years. These yeah. dudes feel like they got a little bit of that alpha in and we're going to win the game. Now, they don't do it every time. And and famously, in the Baylor game, Clayton was terrible, right? Remember that game? The Baylor's another one that they very easily could have won. So, I think overall, you have to be at least happy from this standpoint. After starting one and three in the SEC, mm-hmm. you know, after, uh, after being at one point next four out, mm-hmm. The latest bracketology, they're an eight seed. That's that's pretty good headway in two or three weeks, and so Fine. hopefully that that continues. But I take that right now. But right, yeah, I was correct though in my perception. What's that? Or different spots, different like confidence level, different feeling about how these Gator oh, yeah. uh, wins are going. FSU lost one on the road last night. Any outside chances are uh, rapidly disappearing. They're gonna have to win the ACC tournament, which doesn't look like it's possible. By the way, and it's time to say this, and and <clears throat> this is sobering as craziness but the ACC is horrible as a basketball conference horrible well it's, it's it, I think in the latest bracketology they're getting four teams in yeah. Jeff the SEC is getting nine yeah I don't think I think it'll end up more that's eight, a big eight and five diff. but yeah no it, that's hadn't that been kind of the rule the last couple of years didn't the ACC well, have a year last year where only three or four got in or no the only the only thing with the SEC is the SEC hasn't had a well, they've had Natty Champs, but they haven't had a Final Four team, I think, since Kentucky, think since Auburn in maybe 19. Okay. Now, you got to remember, there was no hoops in 20. So, but this is, this is stunning I, I, to I, me. I think that, Carolina, Duke, and Virginia are all capable, but Virginia lost last night to Pitt. There's an example. Dude, uh, the Big 12 is great. The SEC has nine. The Big, this is just projections. The Big 10 has only six, which is a down year for them. The Mountain West has six teams projected to get in. The Big East has four. The ACC has four. The only conferences with less. Who's the fourth for the ACC, by the way? Is it Wake Forest? The Pac-12, the American, and the Atlantic 10. Well, you've got some teams here that have really let the conference. Like Miami was preseason top 10. Well, they're a Final Four team a year. Yeah, I mean, they're 6-7 and seven in the league, 15-9 overall, I mean, wouldn't be in the field. teams from the ACC, the 1, 2, 3, 4, you also have, you, you, fifth You conference? also have this. You have three teams that I would say, on average, are tournament teams two out of three years. Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Louisville. Terrible. Three yeah. win teams in the league. Yeah. All with coaching. Carolina lost to Syracuse last night. Yeah. A top-10 team loses every night. Yeah. Now on the season, Dan? Yeah. Top 10 teams on the road against unranked opponents are 534 and 34. They've been 75% the last two years. The NIL, the transfer portal, parity is real now. It's not just a cliche excuse for a coach who just got beat. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy, though, how 
what's happened to this conference. This the best a, conference, though, is the Big 12. It's not even close. proud to me. basketball conference, Jeffrey. That's like, I don't think Florida is beating... I don't think they're beating Iowa State, Houston, Baylor, Texas Tech, or Kansas. If it's in the tournament. Well, Iowa State leads their conference. I'm just saying those are the Big 12 teams. Yeah, I'm just yeah. running down their top yeah. six where, you know, Florida is, what are we now? Well, here's what you don't need to know about the Big 12. Kansas, who everybody thought would win is, it, is, is fifth. And they're and they're, and they're they're <laughs> they're overrated as far as the analytics, the AP yeah. polls. They shouldn't be ranked where they are. Those teams I mean, are beating them on the regular. Here's, here's a couple. You talk about proud programs. Oklahoma State's last in the Big 12. West Virginia's second to last. UCF is third to last. Cincinnati's a pretty proud program. K State's a proud. Texas is five and six and sixteen and eight. I mean, that's Big Twelve. Those are oh, other thing. Y'all, those are good teams. Though other thing, I always sit there and wonder about is like, why are some seventeen and seven teams ranked and some seventeen and seven teams nowhere near schedule? Ranked? Probably like Oklahoma, six and six and eighteen and seven, twenty fifth ranked. That's probably who they've beaten. If you look at it, they probably have picked up wins over Iowa State and. Yeah, those right. types. I, I don't know. Be. Like I said, that's getting cheapened because any and everybody deal. is beating top 10 teams. Syracuse is no good. Here's the deal. This is who they played early. Central Michigan, Mississippi Valley State, Texas State, UT Rio Grande. That's going to be a good win, one. though. I don't. I mean, they all play those. Well, they they beat, have a good win. They beat number 23 SC at the time. USC? Yeah. Who is, by the way, last in the Pac-12. Do you know that? Nice job, Bronny. Hey, nice job, Bronny. <laughs> Way to come in and save the show. Good job, Bronny. Last place. Hey, it ain't all on him. Team game. Team game. <laughs> what is, uh, what's Bronny doing this year? Is he uh, like it's okay. Like is he, Ten points or not even? Not, not very good. True freshman. Yeah. Well, true freshman. I mean, I don't know about how. 5.8 points a game. It's three and ten. They're three and ten, dude. They're no, in the I last mean, place, bro. Talk, they, they, they talk to me like he's in the NBA. Well, okay, yes. His dad plays in the NBA, Dan LeBron. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to demand whoever he goes, they draft his kid. And they are going to, in draft turn, draft him. Draft is, that Rodman, then, is that Rodman's kid on that team, too? It says DJ Rodman. It might be. I think Rodman. He had a daughter who's a soccer player. Yeah. Star. Trin- Trinity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think the it US might be. soccer team. Yeah, oh yeah. Mean girl. She's a mean girl. Although the mean girls no, are getting the mean girls are gone. Yeah, they're getting kind of uh, filtered out. Oh, pop quiz. Well, since like we talking basketball. All right. Yeah, DJ man. Rodman is, uh, followed in his dad's famous yeah. footsteps, but he does not have a uh, different kind of nail polish. Well, on that's his nails. what about a wedding dress or is he in standard <laughs> basketball attire? <laughs> Looks like he's standard. Does he play? What kind of numbers we got? He's got some kids though, man. Well, what happened to Andy Enfield uh, and Enfield yeah. in that DJ's, uh, you know, they're supposed point, to be good. 7.6 and five rebounds yeah. a game. It looks like the legacies are killing them. Way better than Bronny. Bronny has buried the Trojans. Nice job. So, gentlemen, earlier, Dan, <laughs> Dan mentioned it during Dan time. Oh, yes. Downtime with Dan that uh, Shaq, he got his jersey retired yes, last he did. night by the Orlando Magic. He did. Shaq has joined three other players that has their jersey retired by at least three franchises. Yeah. Jordan's one. By three. Th- at least three franchises. I think, but here's the, so the, are you telling me the Wizards didn't retire Jordan's number, Dan? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. They did not. They did not. Uh, not. They so there the are Wizards. three, there are three other they, The weird one with Jordan is the Heat retired his number for some reason. You remember that story? <sighs> I don't know what it's for. It's to this that, day, that I don't, was, yeah. They did though. Is it three professional franchises or is it? So three other NBA players have their jerseys retired by uh, yeah. NBA teams. By think, more than one. I, I by three I, teams? Yeah, by three teams. I think I know. So Shaq has three teams. Shaq has three teams. Who are the three? Orlando, yeah. the Lakers, uh-huh. and Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I Miami think, got I a title I, there. I think I... And two of them are kind of, uh, but you'll get it. There's an asterisk next to two. One of them for sure you'll get. Yeah. I think one is... Um, 
because he played for two Philadelphia teams. Okay. I think Wilt. it's Wilt. Yeah. That is correct. Because the Lakers. That and was the, saving that one. The Warriors. Yeah. For sure. The, yeah. And then I read the question. There were uh, three other players that has their jerseys retired by at least three or more teams. Mm-hmm. So one of them players got their jersey retired by more than three teams. So there's two more? There's two more. And one of the two's jerseys retired by more than three teams. Conic. I think one is, I think, Well, this is only a guess. It's, it's, Don't say it yet. No, no, no. Is one of them, is one of them, um, they have to be retired, right? Is one of them mm-hmm. more well-known for, um, both of them are well-known. College than pro? Yes, yes. And again, I think, you think? That, I think, well, I think this is one of those, uh, same city, different franchise uh-huh, guys. Uh huh. You 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 going up the wrong right tree? I think it's uh, Maravich. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Maravich has his retired by the Hawks. He also has his Hawks. jersey retired by uh, New or- Utah Jazz. Uh huh. In New Orleans. In New Orleans Jazz and and the other one yeah. is think of a number. Number. What does that mean? Come on, think number. of a number. What kind of number? Retired throughout the NBA. Oh. Uh, yeah, Bill Russell. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. I, he got th- three teams. Oh, because they, the whole Every league team. is retired. <laughs> oh, so it's a trick question in there. Okay, cool. That's All right, let's take a quick break. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on The Drill. All right, I have a, a pest of the day. I hate to beat a dead horse, but as long as it's timely and someone's going to point out the lunacy of what these Hall of Fame voters have done, it's especially hard. It's especially hard on the Hall of Pro Football Hall of Fame voters because football is so popular here. You know what I mean? Like, a baseball writers can put people in. I mean, the World Series got a nine rating. Who's watching? Who knows? Do they, they can't pick apart their selections like football fan can. But here is what you do when you get all in your little feelings and start putting in, you know, the bench warmers into the Hall of Fame. When you start making... heartfelt when you get all in your feelings and you want to change history and instead all you're doing is just messing it up. There's no world where Devin Hester is one of the best pro football players of all time. The fact they put in a a return man, oh well. But here's the issue now, okay? I'm going to say this not as a question, Hick. I'm going to say this as a fact. I I guess go ahead and make room. There's another guy that's got to be a Hall of Famer. If Devin Hester's the Hall of Famer, and I'm going to tell you a guy, no way did they all, he never got the Devin Hester, you know, kissy fest. I mean, they've been in love with Devin Hester for 30 years. And when Devin Hester was a player, talked about him like he was dead gone prime time. This guy's never gotten that, okay? But now that Devin Hester is in the Hall, shout out to all the Hall voters. By the way, uh, Pest today brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. And I have a solution. I just change them all, I guess. Shout out to the Hall voters, but you've set the precedent. So this guy's a Hall of Famer. May as well put him in first ballot. Don't make him suffer like poor Devin Hester, who has a return man with like 30 touchdowns in his entire career. Actually had to wait a few years. Nope. Cordell Patterson's in. He's better. Uh, Cordero Patterson in his NFL career has 47 total touchdowns. Hester has 37. Cordell Patterson has the record for most kick return touchdowns with nine. 
He also has the longest kick uh, kick return touchdown in history with 109 yards. He's 10th all-time in kickoff return yards. Um... That's two spots ahead of Hester and 500 yards more than Hester. He has a Super Bowl ring. Hester doesn't, and he was, he's was he been all pro one more time than Devin Hester. So how can Cordero Patterson not be a Hall of Famer? Can you tell me how he can't be a Hall of Famer? The best return man in history. Hey, Jeff. He's better than. I'm tired of this Devin Hester slander. I know you hate it. I know. <laughs> I know you do. But I numbers, know you do. But the numbers show that so Cordero got more? I just gave you. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, the most kickoff return touchdowns belongs to Patterson, not Hester. <laughs> yeah. The longest kickoff return belongs to Patterson, not Hester. All-time kickoff return <laughs> yards, Patterson has more than Hester. Yeah. Um, uh, and he did it, by the way, in 29 less kickoff returns, which means he has a higher return average than Hester. <laughs> he has more all-pro spots than Hester, and he has a ring. And right. when he is asked to play other positions – also scored more touchdowns than Hester. So if Devin Hester is this, you know, you tell me he's a Hall of Fame talent, then so is Cordero Patterson. Go ahead and put him in. Then throw him in that yeah, in. It's terrible. I have some. Uh... Pest of the Day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Locally and veteran owned and operated. Mission 1010XL. Get 25% off your first treatment. I have some numbers from uh, the WMPO. Remember, uh, the Phoenix remember Open. Used, okay. Remember when we had used to do uh, arrests and ejections? I do, yeah. Those are fun days. Okay. Well, I have some numbers from Scottsdale over the last three years. In 2022, we had 440 calls for service from, to the Scottsdale police. This year, we had 653. In 2022, we had zero arrests. This year, we had 54 arrests. Well, it, it, it In 2022, we had 90 ejections. This year, we had 211 and this year, cited for trespassing 14, we had 73. Uh, terrific stuff. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's and, why we got to and, 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 tamp it down a little bit. You know, bit. it's funny. I, I, I got this. I got a real sense of this is what happened. At, this is what I feel like happened at Phoenix, right? I saw a picture of these, quote, Thunderbirds, right? Mm-hmm. This, the skulls that run it. Mm-hmm. You know what this reminds me of? The Thunderbirds all went away with their wives to went to Aspen for the weekend mm-hmm. and they skied and they had fun and they drank thousand dollar bottles of wine mm-hmm. and they came home and their rich prep school kids have destroyed the house. They've trashed the house. They've had a big party at the house. Mm-hmm. And now the Thunderbirds are going to step in again and say, you know, ground the children, change the rules. And I think that they can't unring this bell. I think they're going to go on absolute lockdown next year. And they should. I mean, we're still a civilized society. It's one thing to party and have fun. Obviously, it can be done without being arrested. You gave me all those other years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. but like the Thunderbirds, these this elite group of 12, 13 dudes who run Phoenix. Yeah, they were they remind me of just like, you know, a, a millionaire CEOs that go off on vacation and come back and the kids have trashed the house. I don't know why football uh, people, fans are shocked by what is said during football games or things like... On the field, you mean? Yeah, like, or... He spit on me, or yeah. Have you ever walked through a locker room unfiltered? I have, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's talked about in the locker room? The language that is used, right. the thoughts that are conveyed. Do you understand? Do you think these guys got to this level by being choir boys? They're, I do not. A lot of them, with all due respect, they're they're when they go on that football field, then 
They so flip, flip a switch. Yeah, flip a switch. They are mean, nasty, uh, disgusting individuals. With that as a background, I tell you this story between Jonathan Feliciano, who plays for the San Francisco 49ers, and Jalen Carter, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles via the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, you got me, E? Got you. Carter says that Niners offensive lineman John Feliciano was talking trash to him during their Week 13 game about the car accident that left one of his teammates dead. Horrible. And somebody said, how could he do that? What What would prompt? That's disgusting. He should be kicked out of the league. Uh, so Jonathan Feliciano took a beating on social media, and then he said, all right, just so you all know, a dude told me he was going to murder me, and my kids would never see me again three times <laughs> because I was laughing at him after getting a flag. So then I said, I believe you got a body. <laughs> then he continued for weeks posting my fam and reaching out to my friends. Okay. So, again, let's, what do you think goes on? Enters J.J. Reddick. <laughs> the, re- the reason that, yeah. The what did re- he say? Oh, like oh, the, the whooping he used to take oh, on yeah. the basketball oh, court. Whoa. The reason that they're talking about Jalen, Jalen Carter was the kid involved in the crash right. yeah. at Georgia where right. somebody died. Two right. people died. Right. So, um, and it seems oh. like he feels still feels pretty heartfelt and torn about it just mm-hmm. to make it a social media weaponry. Anyway. Right. Would, like, right if you were I like, just, if they were torn up about that, would yeah. you be bringing it up at all? No. I just point that out. Uh, uh, with that said, I got one more thing I want to get to, and then we can, I think. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got, uh, right. yeah. I, I don't want to, I, I really don't want to bring him on because he's. Dumb A is going to come on the air uh-huh. and talk about Devin Hester like he's Deion Sanders. Is that what and I just about? don't want to do it. Right. The numbers are what I just said they are. Yeah. You can shade them any way right, you well, want. Then let's get him. And yeah, then I'll do I just, our, but I don't want to get him. I got our Dream Finders Holmes poll question of the day. I haven't mentioned yeah, yet. But but, let's get let's get Joe okay. here on the You know, they act like Devin Hester's better than anybody else than anything. He just oh, wasn't. That's what well, sucks. How do you know? Does you know that's the topic? What else would it be, Hick? This guy's more predictable than the sun rising. Dang. Hey, man, I'm back in town. Mardi Gras was great, man. If you've never been to New Orleans, Mardi Gras. And, uh-huh. if, and if you have kids, bro, most of it is kids. It's not the French Quarter stuff, most of it. Really yeah, yeah, for great. sure. There's a lot to do there that's cultured and, and safe, so to speak. Exactly. Hey, hey, oh, and Mongo, man, you're not going to come at Mongo like that. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. He's from the youth. He's oh, that guy. You. You're talking about Hicken. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, so Devin, the reason other guys not in Hall of Fame, because it's the Hall of Fame. He's not famous, bro. I don't know what that dude is you're talking about who has more. Uh, That's right. You don't know who Cordero Patterson is? Are you telling no, me that right now? Okay, there you go. Then you don't, <laughs> Then why are you listening to a sports talk show? You don't know who Cordero Patterson is for real. That's what you're going to go with. Played at Tennessee. He's been in the league forever. He's played for the Falcons and the Bears and, a, and, 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 and the Vikings. But you don't know who he is? Devin Hester's famous. Uh, Let me go uh-huh. over to the town center today and stop uh-huh. the first hundred people uh-huh. that I see uh-huh. and ask them if they know who Devin Hester is. Oh, Fresh off of getting in the hall. What's the what's the hit right there, Hick? <laughs> it's pretty high. You think it is? Less than 50%. Oh, Devin Hester? Yeah, if I go to Devin. No, it's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same as Corderell. Correct. Corderell might be more well-known than Devin Hester. Correct. Uh, yeah. 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 Today's f- football fan. About yes. The- oh. No. <laughs> Y'all crazy. No. I, I think like video If games, he had not just gone into the Hall of Fame, you would be saying this. You, absolutely. Devin Hester. I knew who Devin Hester like, you know, Yeah, you know, but you don't know who Cordero Patterson is? 
Of course you do. It's the same guy. They're not the same guy. Well, yeah, they are. I do know Cordero Patterson. The only reason they're not the same guy is Uh. your love for the U. And the in the hall no, of fa- it's a fake well love. the fake love for the U <laughs> and the Hall of Fame handing him a gold jacket gift that's the y- only young, reason younger young kids know Devin Hester because oh, of Madden oh, because I don't of, believe absolutely you. because I don't, of, yeah. oh come on maybe man. Madden I bet you, Madden because, Madden okay, okay that's absolutely okay. And, that, but, yeah. and it plays a role well don't they know Patterson for no, Madden no absolutely not Hester was one yeah. of the fastest players that's on fair. Madden that's fair yeah Hester has gotten a lot of love from all of the surrounding but at the end of the day football is about what you do in your production and Hester's is not greater than everyone else's. <laughs> Why is he in the I, hall? I can't, I can't do it. I know. I can't either. I'm done. Right. I told you not to do it. <laughs> our, uh, Dream Finders home, our Dream Finders homes poll question of the day. The Gators over under win total this fall came out as five and a half. Uh, so I asked. Over, easy. They'll go to a bowl game. Six wins tops. Fourth straight losing year. Or bye-bye Billy Napier. Again, over, easy. Bowl <clears throat> game. Six wins tops. Fourth straight losing year, or bye bye Billy. Gosh, I'm so I could go to any of those. Yeah, I I, I think six win. I, yeah, I can't say six win tops. I'm somewhere between. I listen. If they don't go over five and a half, we're all right, and there needs to be a purge. I'm sorry, yeah. you cannot go five and seven again. Yeah, you just can't. So I got to go over in some form or fashion. There's only there's only one. There is a scenario where you can go five and seven, and you can't purge. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, the leader, fourth straight losing year, 30.3%. It's pretty mixed. Bye-bye Billy's 27.4. Six wins tops, 24.5. The least popular is, you know, seven, eight, nine wins. That's the least popular. Of course it is. Why would you, why would you possibly think that? Yeah, I, have- I am starting to kind of gravitate towards you. The, the, the pain of losing guys like ETN and... Princely, you dissipates a little bit as you yeah. realize. Well, Trayon Webb may be yeah. waiting to bust out. Yeah. So, um, almost three hundred votes at Dan Hicken. If you'd like to vote, uh, Dreamfinders right now for a limited time, select move-in ready homes offering an amazing three point nine nine interest rate in year one of your mortgage. Go to DreamfindersHomes.com for more details. So, uh, that's out there right now on the social media. I think we got to take a break, right? Yeah, I think we're rocking and roll. Who's more here. famous, Devin Hester or Tim Tebow? Oh, Tebow. Yeah, why don't we put him in the hall while we're at it? It's all about being famous. This is a drill. He won't stop. It's a Petro's Loving Wednesday. That's a drive-by. That was right? a drive-by. It was. Hold on. He hit me with this. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites. Valentine's Day. Pull your lady close. Always and forever. Each moment with you is just like a dream to me. Gotta listen to the actual music coming in so I know what this song is. somehow came true. We sound just like it. And I know tomorrow (laughs) will still be the same. Take it, Jeff. Cause we've got a life (laughs) to love. That won't ever change. Jeff. Every day, <laughs> loving your own special way. That's Heat Wave, baby. Heat wave. That's Dan and E with, with a smile. smile. Or something like to just say, shorten it and say, Danny. Danny. Take time to tell me. I don't know what this show has become, but I don't like it. You. I don't like it, dude. They do karaoke all over town if you jokers want to bass up one night. 
it go tickle uh, 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 the, uh, the mics around town. Yeah. What are we doing? He hits that high note, doesn't he? No. Yeah, he go, he get high. Heat wave. And then he just, and then he break it down low. Forever. <laughs> Welcome back to the. <laughs> I hate you guys. Sports hate. I'll put it in sports hate category. Oh my gosh! Welcome back to the program. Hey, there's some talk that the Knicks uh, protest could get upheld. Pross, no, talk to me. They, no? You know, it has to be a misinterpretation of the rules. They have some evidence. They have some evidence. Well, what I saw is it has to be a misinterpretation of the of uh-huh. the uh-huh. of the ruling. It can't just be a call you're not happy with or one right. that was admittedly wrong. So, all right. Uh, I, I, and 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 then what would they do? By the way. Go like go go down to Dallas and play five minutes. I mean, what do you do if they? Well, they got to go to Houston. It's Houston, but yeah, yeah. You just replay it. You know, I don't know overtime. Yeah. I guess yeah, like you said. I, yeah, I, for that reason alone, they won't uphold it. How many protests are ever upheld? It seems like six. baseball. I think they said six in basketball. Yes, yeah, the Hawks six. had one one time. Six in history. It had to do with Shaq, I think. It was years ago. Does that th- is that the last one? Do you have the instances where a, where a protest in basketball has been withheld? I do know the Hawks had one. I think it involved maybe maybe like not Lakers. Shack. Only six protests in league history have been upheld. The NBA has not often upheld protests in history. Only six times. The last time, yeah, uh, two oh seven. Miami Heat center Shaq O'Neal incorrectly ruled to have six fouls. He only had five. The game was resumed March eighth. Neither team scored in the 51.9 seconds that was replayed from overtime. The Hawks won 114 to 111. Yeah. Before the game resumed, O'Neal had been traded to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> so they had to finish without him. The big cactus. Yes. Big cactus. Um, Shactus. So, uh, <laughs> right? I, for, the, for the NASCAR fans, I think Daytona really kind of starts today. They'll have pole qualifying tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last night, they had the random draw to to choose the order for the cars to go yeah. out and qualify. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll run the Daytona duels tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I'm excited, though. I've got a new announcement when it comes to NASCAR. Can I make yeah. it right here on the program? Why, what? Okay. I don't like that. That's I just kind of feel like you're, I mean, I kind of feel like you're like, like um, you patronizing NAS- me when I brought up NASCAR. No. Okay, you're excited then, because, I mean, I think it's kind of, you know, in Daytona might be relatively. I like Daytona. Okay, right. He's going. He and Yoda are going yeah, to Daytona. That's what they say. But they're, they're backing down off of it already. Well, it might get rained out. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. It might yeah. not be till Monday. Well, that's he, happened. It seems like that's happened a bunch. He has to be here Monday. He does. He does? Yes. Okay. Feel the thunder. Robin's racing. E, if you're, e, when you went to Daytona last time, you didn't go in the infield, right? You went in the no. grandstands? Yeah, just grandstands. But this One of the year, great I, Hicken traditions. Uh-huh. This is the, the Hicken tradition with Daytona. I've done it every time I've gone to Daytona, and I've been to Daytona, I don't know, a hundred times probably. Yeah. And yes. Just not for not always for no, races, no, no, right. For the Daytonas, yeah. the, the ARCA, the, all that stuff yeah. was fun. When you we worked TV, uh, Dan or I was there every day yeah. from Tuesday to, or even from the weekend before. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. We were down there live every day, so I I'm, probably haven't been a, a hundred, but mm-hmm. a lot 50 of, at least. One uh-huh. of the great traditions More than 50. in my world. Okay. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Yeah, is when I drive through the tunnel. Okay. Into the infield. Because we go in the infield. That's where we park. Sure, that's yeah, where our media right, parking yeah. is. The satellite right next trucks. Right the uh, press box. Satellite trucks used to be there. Now they're not there anymore. Well, we don't not. need them. Well, we don't need stinks. them anymore. You just, oh, you, you just, just plug in. Mm. The game has passed me by. The game has. Um, so anyway, but as I go through the tunnel, and there's people walking on both sides you of like the side. You like to honk, yeah. I lay on that yeah. horn like it a scares champion. people. 
Oh, it's the greatest. I, I, would, I was telling people to do that to him last week. <laughs> oh, I was so telling good. them to do it to Dan while he was running in last week. Give Boys will do joke. that for me and take video and send it to me now Yeah, because I don't go, but I, I do enjoy that. But my announcement is this. I don't know if you know this. I haven't made a big deal out of it, but I did get a truck. You're my boy, Blue. I'm yeah. like you. Yeah. And uh, Truck guys now. Part of the George Moore family. So we, you're kind of Chevy guy. I'm Ford guy. That's right. That's, that's right. my announcement. First on I'm race with, day. I'm going with Chase Elliott. Yeah. Okay. He's my new driver. <laughs> Chevy. Yeah. Chevy Chase, baby. No, I hear you. Chevy Chase. I hear Let's you. go. So you and me maybe ought to take the trucks. Do a Ford? No, down to, uh, yeah, pick your driver. But I think we ought to go down to Gator Nationals. Take it to the speedways. Get on that strip and, and rock and roll and see who wins, uh, Ross. Push the pedal to the metal. Let's do it. Soup up the trucks and let's go. Well, you want to do it? Yeah. Well, a little quarter mile I, drag. I'm not sure they'll let us, but. What do you mean? I did it once against Martino. Let's just go out here in the back parking no, lot. Robin's race. No, no, no. That's, yeah. that's dangerous. I'll flip it. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, I went and watched uh, one of the Boy Kings uh, games this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I drove up. Miss P and I met up with BWR and, and Dan. And uh, I was, he parked his, you know, he parked, it's great when you yeah. get something new. You uh-huh. park it a million miles away. You can spot Dan And quick. I came really yeah. close. I just didn't want to go to the effort. Yeah, but I came really close to backing in and parking like an itch from his truck, <laughs> getting out, taking a picture, and sending it to him. But I just—it it wasn't worth all the effort. Too much effort. Yeah, it was too much effort. Nine oh four already. I know, right? Yeah, it is. It's flying. It's By flying. the way, uh, we got a when when Chevy Chase wins a NASCAR race. You know what they do up there in Dawsonville? They uh, ring. They ring the siren. Well, his daddy, they ring it a lot more. They ring the siren. What do you mean? I mean that Bill uh, won a lot more races. Oh yeah, well, Chevy's. Chevy's um, I got. I got. Last year I can remember doing this. I had just become truck guy, and yeah. I. Um, you don't have a driver yet. Well, last year I went with. It's only been a year. That you yeah, been truck guy. Yeah. Wow. Like this August of twenty two. Been, been much longer. Um, <laughs> but I got to find me a Ford man. I got to like yeah. last year. I ended up going with I'm Chevy guy. I went with um uh, your boy Kevin Harvick. That was his swan song, wasn't it? Did he? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I maybe I'll go with Joey Logano. Okay, he's got yeah. some wins, right? He's a yeah. Ford guy. Got to find Ford guys, right? Yeah, you got. To. I mean, that's just that's that's what it's all about. Um, there's a. I will say this: Daytona is interesting from this standpoint, Dan. A lot for for for. There've always been intriguing storylines of like successful drivers, sometimes great drivers, but they can't win the five hundred. Right? Oh yeah, most famously. Dale Earnhardt Jr., but he's not the only one. The Walt, Michael Waltrip ran it a million times before he won. Yeah. Tony Stewart never won the Daytona 500. Daryl Waltrip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot it's of guys. It's a luck race. That's yeah, the problem. For sure. And it's the Super Bowl of auto racing, and you go look at the, the – especially lately, some of the past champions. Yeah, Michael McDonald. Yeah, and I mean, some of these McDowell, other cats. But yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're McDowell, hot. You're right. close. Yeah. You're, you're all around. Well, whatever. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Danica's boy, won yeah. last year. Nice. Used Austin Sindrich won. Yeah. Michael McDowell. Those are your last yeah, yeah. three champions. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, and yuck. That's not good for the sport. I'm sorry. No. It sucks. No. I don't care how much you like a, a, a Cinderella story. Here's what happens, too. That's, too many of them. It's not well, Cinderella anymore. And, and it's and let me just go ahead and tell you. Let me go ahead and fast forward to you. Turn on the race with five laps to go. Watch them wreck, sprinting for the finish. Watch them line up under caution. Watch them start. Watch them wreck again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Watch them line up and start. I mean, they're just going to do it over and over. That's what it's become. It's defending like, champion Chevy, by the way. I, yeah, I know that. Just so you know, I got some, I got some big ones here though. Kyle Busch been pretty good. Yeah. Zero for eighteen at the Daytona oh, yeah. Five Hundred. Brad Keselowski been pretty good. Yeah. 0 for 14 in the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. 
Martin Truex Jr.? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. He doesn't have a top 10 finish in the 500 since 2016. He's 0 for 19. And then probably the best, he doesn't have as many races under his belt, but probably the best of those guys would be Kyle Larson, 2021 Cup Series champion. He's in the 0 for Daytona Club as well. He's 0 for 10 in Daytona 500. Junior, by the way, has won two of them. What junior? Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I meant Dale Earnhardt Sr. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Waltrip also, yeah. he wasn't a big name, but he had raced that race a hundred oh, yeah. times before he finally won. Michael he, Waltrip was like, oh, back to 400 back. races. Right? That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's been, you're right. Michael Waltrip wasn't a big enough boy that we're tracking, waiting no. for him to win. That's no. that's fair. But uh, there there it has been a storyline. and if It was fun with, with three car. Back in the day, every year you're waiting for him to you want, and he'd hit. win everything else. Remember, yeah, and he was so good, and he would lead, and then something would befall him, and he, and then ultimately he lost his life there, which was wasn't fun, but that was a horrific day, and that was ironically one of the only times ever where he was driving and blocking as opposed to driving to win because his two guys were Michael Waltrip was DEI, so Michael Waltrip won the 500, and Dale Earnhardt lost his life, so. Crazy. Um, a stat that doesn't bode well for Lamar Jackson, and then we'll go to break. Okay. Lamar Jackson's defenses give up an average of 15.7 points per game in six playoff games. He's two and four. Patrick Mahomes' defenses give up an average of 22.1 points per game in 18 games, and he's 15 and three. Oh, Just boy. in case you're wondering who, I don't know, the MVP is. Yeah, that's fair. This is the drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on 1010XL. So many things mm. I've got to tell you. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. What <laughs> are you chuckling at? I wait for you guys to start laughing. What? I mean, to start to uh, singing. Singing? Yeah. I thought you singing, hated it. laughter. All you hated it. Yeah, I do. I'm not going to lie. It just <laughs> ruins, ruins good music. Why you are you know? laughing then? It'd be like, you guys, you know what you are? You're like the streakers in the Super Bowl for me. I, I Like the game's going on, the singing's there. I'm it's a, all, all way, professional and good. By the way, you can't call a streaker a streaker if they got pants on. Do they have, I didn't see them. I just, oh, I was yeah, going by what? Well, okay. The shirt was off though, right? Yeah. No, that's not off. a streaker. That's not streaker. No, that's just a trespasser is what that is. Drunkenness. Gotcha. A trespasser. Uh, a streaker is B-A-N, yeah, my friends. For sure. Okay. Just for the but, record. But booty. Huh? Yeah, a streaker yeah. has nothing on but shoes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes He can have even. tennis shoes on. Tennis shoes and socks, yeah, in fine. fact, make that's for just a more weird. that makes for a more impactful streaker, quite frankly. If they have the shoes and socks on, I think it's <laughs> that's I think just that's, weird. that's extra cred for the streaker than running <laughs> just barefoot, right? Because it shows the streaker yeah. is committed here to some distance that yeah, he has to cover. Right? He's not just streaking from the beach to his car hoping no uh, one sees him. My man's putting ground. on his shoes and he's hitting the road. With socks on too. The 70s were, there was a lot of carryover from the ash, the, the acid flashback 60s. I, that's the only way I can just explain streaking and why it became popular in the 70s. It had to be the drugs. Uh, had to be the drugs uh-huh. in the 60s, Dan, didn't it? Had to be. Didn't the first streaker 100% do it on acid? Had to. <sighs> had the, to. The first streaker, the first guy said, yeah, I'm going to take off my clothes and run around the streets of, you know, Carlsbad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had to be on LSD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shrooms, I don't know, something. Can I tell you a story about something that I did yesterday? Sure. In Dan's world. I was out at the beach taking care of some business. Standing on business? Yes, sir. I was coming back up JTB. Okay. And my boy Blue 
And on the left side of JTB, there's a, a vehicle, a work vehicle. Okay. And it is spewing, spewing leaves and, and such. What do you mean spewing from where? From the top of the, from the truck, from the, it's like Just the like wind the, the, is Okay, it. so it's been sitting under like Junk an is, oak tree. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's, it's hauling. Oh, like. It's okay. Stuff. Like a dump truck of some yeah. sort. Okay. Which way? It's headed east toward the beach? Or? We're headed west. Okay. Back to, back nice. to, back to town. I'm going back. Bonus to, points for knowing that's west. Back to the Pablo. Back to the bay. From the beach. From the beach. Okay. I was at the beach taking care of business. Now yeah, you told me that. TCB. Stuff, stuff flying all no. over. All right. Are you getting frustrated I'm this frustrated point? because okay. he's right next to another truck, and he's in the left lane, and he's not passing him, and there's about three or four cars in between us, but we're all getting pelted. And so I'm annoyed, and so finally, after just getting taking a beat down on that, I pull up next to him. I look over, and I get the name. I don't ever do this, but I just called the guy, and I said, hey, man. <laughs> I got with full Karen on it. He called it, if you don't like my driving number. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I called him, and I said, hey, man. Did the guy driving answer, or no, did it go to I got a message. Yeah. I left the message. I said, hey, man. And I was nice. Okay. I was like, dude's driving on, dude, and maybe you, you're driving on JTB. Get over on the right lane if you're going to, I mean, just move. Shouldn't you have to put like some, can't you like put netting or something? It, but it wasn't working. Yeah, I hear And you. I mean, it was like a deluge, That's bro. not quite as bad. Have you ever been behind those that are carrying rocks yes. and stuff? They're flying <laughs> off yeah. and hitting you. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, and, and you know what? The guy, to his credit, I'm not going to name the company or anything like that. He called you back? He, he did. He called me back and left a message or texted me. He texted me back and left a message. And I said, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. But I'm just saying, dude, tie the, get off the road and tie the thing down. Or or at least if, it, if it's tied down as well as it can be and you got a full load, man, get, get over in the right lane and go slow and get out of the way. Uh, Joe, you has texted. Is that fair? Um, Was I it, wrong? What like, if you don't know, care? though? He probably did, maybe he did not know. Well, probably he probably doesn't know. He knows now. And it's just leaves, so you're probably not as worried. Like, if you're carrying stuff that you know is going to be damaging someone rather than annoying them. leaves are thick pieces of <laughs> Okay. I didn't know that. I, I thought leaves were pretty bark. Don't we jump into piles of leaves? So, like, yeah. Fun and frivolous? I don't like things dinging off my boy. Um, Joe Yu has texted in. This yes. is not about Devin Hester. I'm not saying any more about that. Okay. I, really, some people, I didn't realize so much of Hester's family lived here in town, and their butts are all <laughs> raw and chapped because I don't think he's <laughs> Deion Sanders. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Joe, you, a side note, he says, barbershop, oh, doggone it. What happened? Technology. It. Yeah, technology. Come just, on. It went dead on me there for just a second. I got it. You know, I don't need to be chastised. We're there. <laughs> I mean, you know, help hook a brother up, have you know. Have, it, pre- pre- have it prepared. It was prepared. Have Shut it your prepared mouth. on the radio you know what you're talking about. That's, that keeps the show going. You don't know going. what you're talking about. Here we go. Side note, barbershop quartet guys should charge more. I can't believe how inexpensive that was off the chain. So, if you didn't call 355-SYNCHRO-BOC.com, this one you missed. Huh. It's too late. I don't think so. I don't know. You could call and see. Maybe yeah, call and see. Today Depending where you are, 355-SYNC, I bet you they could still do it. If you didn't miss, if you missed it on social media, listen, uh, Dunkin' Donuts right now is the king. Whoever is the marketing guru for Dunkin' Donuts is the king of the world right now, right? Yeah. I've never seen a Super Bowl where the best commercial won hands down until this one, right? I mean, that was the best commercial, the Dunking Boys. Yeah. Well, yesterday they dropped the uncut version, and I mean, it's even better. It's four. <laughs> it's almost like a mini movie. It's like four and a half minutes. I, I did see. And I didn't watch the whole thing. It's hilarious. Well, if you got all that talent, you should do a four and a half minute. So, what would it have cost to run four and a half minutes during the Super Bowl? Oh, Thirty right? seconds is 
Oh, seven, seven million, million right? Yeah. So yeah, it's fourteen 30, times another seven or not thirty-one and a half. No, more than that. Because if it's seven million for for thirty oh, seconds, 14, it's gonna be fourteen million a minute. Fifty-six. Yeah, fifty-six, sixty-three seven, million. Sixty-three million. <laughs> but I'm telling you, what they got out of there. I gotta there, watch. I still haven't seen it. Oh my god, dude! It was. I mean, Affleck is. Well, I mean, the guy is. He won an Oscar. Yeah, so he's a good actor. TV yeah. made a commercial. Did but, he win an? What did he win his Oscar well, for? Goodwill Hunting. He he wrote it. Him and Matt Damon okay. won it for writing it, and you. then he won that one for the uh, hostage ones. Where he, I think he also directed. Yeah, arbit. Ar- yeah, arbitrage. Was that, arbitrage. No? Is that what it's called? Yeah, one of those. I don't know. But anyway, it was just. And again, Matt Damon is such a good fall guy. You know. Matt Damon's a heck of an actor too. Think about it. He does these this this nonsense with Jimmy Kimmel and this stuff with Affleck, and yet he's Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. And he's been in some other. He's had a lot of different roles. He's been a terrific actor, man. So anyway, I just thought that was, I thought that was uh, outstanding. And if you haven't watched it yet, like I said, it's I need to watch it. I saw it was on, I saw the very end of it during like the Gator. It was on like the shortened version was on it. Maybe the Gator game, something I was watching last night, but I caught just the very end. I still haven't. EQ that up. We'll watch it in the break. I got you. Yeah, I need to. I haven't seen it yet. It was terrific. J Lo so fine too. Oh jeez, J Lo. She had a small role. She had a bit role. Yeah. She's like best supporting. She had enough. She did. He loves him some J Lo. You know she got that big movie coming out now. It's like a like a era's yeah. tour kind of. Oh, for real? You don't know that? Don't. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, they won for uh, Best Original Screenplay with Goodwill Hunting way back in 98, yeah. and he's been nominated as an actor. I'm talking about Matt Damon now, um, oh, okay. but hasn't won. An Oscar, at least. Yeah. Golden Globe, different deal, but, you know, come on. Yeah, Golden Globe. The Golden Globe. It's not the Oscars. No. Right? No. We're about Oscars time, aren't we? Isn't that usually about well, now? They came out a while ago. The winner, like they had the show already? No, the nominees. Is What is that, in March usually? Oscars or February? The uh, actual Oscars show? Are, they're in April, I believe. Oh, I think that's a lie. I mean, I think, I mean, I get, maybe lie is e, too strong. E, did, you, did you see what just happened there? What I think happened? it's a guess. You just called me a liar. Yeah, I think it's a lie. I think you know it's not in April, and you mistakenly and in, in intentionally, well, not mistaken and intentionally, I think you intentionally misled. March 10th. That's <laughs> nowhere near April. What do you mean nowhere near? Liar. This is about to get, what yeah. was that thing about the fighting? <laughs> Yeah, you know, right. We're not going to fight yeah, each other. I don't, I don't, just you know, punch me right in the face. I don't even care. Oh, I beat up Dan Higgins. That's the problem, the problem with fighting at this age. People don't know what they're right. People don't know what they're getting into when they fight people at right. Ari. We don't give a crap. You think you're going to hit me any harder than life already has? You dumbass. <laughs> Seriously, it's going to hurt you. Bring later. it on over here, tough guy. Give it a whirl. Oh, let me spit the blood. Oh, you happy? Want to hit me again? <laughs> I'm still really. Then you kick him right in the balls. I'm still reeling from the whole Reacher thing yesterday. Reacher, yeah, you it, Reacher let you down. You thought he was a bigger boy than he was. Ain't so. no way. I was disappointed. We had to we had to wick him. We had to wick him up there. Yeah, we we had to Wikipedia him on some yeah. intel, some knowledge. Mm. Uh, I saw the. Um, it, I got one more good stat today. Mm-hmm. I want it, not stat of the day worthy, but okay. it's a good baseball stat. Okay. And I get these all the time about Tony Gwynn. What a great hitter he was. E, he was a great hitter, but he was like a singles hitter. He was like they don't, 17 or something. Like, right? they don't care about singles hitters anymore. Either. Okay. He got on base, basically. Oh, my God. Well, just, you'll like this. Okay. Tony Gwynn could have gone an additional zero for 1,182 with 1,182 strikeouts and still had a lifetime 300 batting average wow. with a lower Dang. strikeout percentage than Derek Jeter. <laughs> In other words, 
He could have struck out 1,182 more times. His last at bats. Yeah. He could have taken another, basically, two seasons of baseball, yes. gone to the plate every and at bat, every game, and struck out. And would have hit 300 Two entire seasons in a row. Wow. Yeah. And he would have hit 300, and he would have had a lower strikeout percentage than Derek Jeter, the golden boy. Uh, one other uh, statistical number. Usher reportedly got paid $671 for the Super Bowl I was going to say, I don't think they get paid. Yeah, but he will, got paid. But he will end up making more than $100 million in streaming sales, concert tickets, and endorsements on the backside. Mm, for sure. Not a bad gig. No, not a bad, uh, yeah, not a bad gig at all. I, one more, and we're going to have a lot. Remember last year, E, and, and Dan, you remember, I was like excited about the offseason because when you're coming off a good year, everyone's mm-hmm. high on you. The lists are fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? The season of lists are fun. Yes. Teams on the rise. Yes. Coach quarterback combos. Yep. Love fun lists. Right? Well, now we're the opposite, and we're not going to be on any list. And maybe this will prove to be good motivation for the team. We are being, not so subtly or slowly, jammed down to perhaps third in our own division. Y'all aware of this? Hold on. What? Here's yeah. a column today. Five, five NFL teams poised to take a major leap in 2024. Houston, Indy. Okay. Oh dear. Uh, uh, no, one of them at ten and seven, the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They took the biggest leap in twenty twenty three, thanks to uh, C.J. Stroud, thanks to first year coach D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, the offense was turned into a force to be reckoned with. Went from thirty first to fourteenth, accompanied with the emergence of Nico Collins and rookie Tank Dell. Stroud gets his top two pass catchers back next year, along with Dalton Schultz, defensive rookie of the year. You got a rising corner in Derek Stingley Jr. First place schedule will be their biggest challenge. Listen, I expect that. The Texans are playing the role of the Jaguars of a year ago. We've talked about that. But what I didn't expect and what I don't like seeing is the team right under them, the Indianapolis Colts. About the Colts, they write the the AFC South, certainly the most improved division last season. Shane Steichen took the Colts to a game away from the division title in a playoff berth. Who knows how good the Colts might have been if Anthony Richardson would have been able to stay healthy. Steichen is getting the number four overall pick back as his starting signal caller this year. The Jonathan Taylor contract dramas in the past. Still have to re-sign Michael Pittman at help at tight end. But the Colts' point for possession uh, went up 13 spots in year one under Steichen. It'll continue to get better. Um, so there are two of the teams. One that we finished a game behind and one that we finished a game ahead. Or did we finish tied with Houston and lost the... No, we finished a game behind. Yeah. This is the drill. All right, enjoy your uh, Valentine's Day. Don't be a zero. Be a hero. Take care of your Valentine, especially if it's important for her or him. You know, depends. Different strokes for different folks. Some this is a big one. Others it's not. This is more of a young man's game holiday, though, right? Young love is gets more into the Valentine's Day than... It's a cash grab for this, all the stores and stuff, man. <laughs> there we go. The cynical lover in there. Yeah, man. Love, like, I express love all year. Yeah, that's true. It gets emphasized today. You and Taylor Swift. What? Yeah. Did you see they actually uh, revealed what was said during their oh, interchange? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Sounded like uh, he was, like, almost, like, intimidated by her. It does. Right? I know it does. To me. Yeah, yeah. That's because he's puppy dog, fall over his tongue in love, and she's on her way to Australia. That's yeah. why. Yeah. She's getting a little cuter to me, though. Like, she wasn't as cute. Like, man, all right, Taylor. Yeah, I, I see she's you in, a sweet, sweet girl. She's attractive. She's not like, you know. Is she know. a sweet, sweet girl? I see you in the street. I guess. Girl. I don't know. Hey, big my head. daughter likes her, and my daughter's sweet. Okay. My daughter's like, you know, she would change her mind. She used to be, when she was younger, influenced by the coven. She no longer appreciates the coven. Probably because they don't like Taylor. I don't know. I just Taylor made uh, staying above the made yay move. 
Yeah. Taylor said, "Yeah, you ain't sitting right there." Allegedly. At the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Allegedly. Ne- because she was. She hates yeah. him. Well, she should. They he hate was each a other. Jerk to her. So yeah. basically, because he, he he was trying to get promo, and Ye yeah. was like, There's, "They're not going to show me on the camera. <laughs> well, they're this... going to show Taylor." So Good that move. so he strategically yeah. bought tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ye's got some marketing. <laughs> We're going to check New York City headlines before we close the show out. But All I just right. saw this come down. It is now uh, being. Um, known that the Warriors tried to trade for LeBron before the deadline. Yeah. Over a clandestine 24-hour period uh, prior to the trade deadline, the Warriors made an unsuccessful bid to convince the Lakers and LeBron to consider a trade to put him with Steph Curry in Golden State. The Warriors wanted to present a package deal to L.A., but neither the Lakers nor James were willing to explore a potential blockbuster, which flies in the face of the Bitman's report that they were going to be shopping LeBron. Mm. I would have I would have went to go to state and play with Steph if I was LeBron. You would have? Yeah. Yeah. Crack I don't that music out, a better chance. I'm not, not sure they would have won one there any easier than but, but, in LA. We'll see. Better chance. I don't know, I man. You got AD. Uh, they ain't got anybody. Yeah, plays done. Employee offers perfect response after boss tries to cancel family vacation in appalling texts. Yeah, we don't know what the response is. We'll just trust that that perfection hit the spot. Jason Kelsey tells Travis he crossed the line with Andy Reid's Super Bowl blow-up. He did. He crossed the line. Did. 100%. Don't bump the goat like that. Well, other goat. Of course, the Jaguar fans, when Jalen did that, they backed Jalen. So who knows? Southwest passengers brawl Absolutely. on Hawaii-bound flight as crew others try to break it up. No sense whatsoever. I, I, these, these people fighting on planes, on a plane, man. That's you crazy. Have like, there ought to be like an angry meter that they have to run you through before you get on a plane. I would never, ever. Close quarters. People act the fool, man. Ladies, man. Orgies, open marriage, and Diana Ross. Oh inside my. Billy D. Williams. Wild love life. Yeah, none of that surprises me. Oh, my. Billy D., man. Go get him. Well, Billy D's a man. Uh, clues emerge. Police probe whether New York City mom found beaten, strangled next to bloody iron was in Soho Hotel was sex worker. Sources. Mm. Ooh. Cooking up trouble, sobbing boy hands cops bag of meth he found in mom's $430,000 Vegas home. What do you... Hey, I wonder what the tears are for. I mean, Probably his mom's on drugs, Does he I know guess. what they are? Right? I don't know. Courtney, Travis, Courtney K, Travis Barker reveal they conceived their son Rocky during Lux Utah vacation. What is this fascination with social media or anyone to think that we care <laughs> what kind of sex you have, when you have it, where you have it, when you conceive? I mean, it's just so outright silly. Kanye gets cold shoulder from ex-pal Leo, other A-listers in Super Bowl suite. Well, that's because the Kardashians took away his, you know, put him in, in into a into a facility. They made him and everyone think he's crazy, so there's a, no coming back. They put him in a sunken place. They put him in a sunken place. <laughs> they, they brainwashed him. California school terminates contract with controversial woke kindergarten program. I mean, that sums up America in 2024. A woke kindergarten program. Here, a kindergarten, you know what woke should mean? Nap time. Nap time, right? right? <laughs> parks and Rex, couple who traveled to all 63 U.S. national parks, reveals which one is the best. Man, you got some kind of boring life. I'm eating raw chicken every day for 100 days or until I'm hospitalized. Well, I was going to say, uh, or until one. the salmonella kills you in a week from Friday. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, okay. I don't. I mean, I just don't know what to tell you. Uh, Bingo Queen celebrates 109th birthday as friends reveal Centarian's secret to a long life. I guess at 109, Bingo Queen is a pretty proud title. Absolutely. Right? You ain't going to be the prom queen, that's for sure.
Beyonce rocks cowboy hat at NYFW as she supports her runway model nephew, Jules, with a Z. You got to speak to this. They were saying that Beyonce, they thought, was trying to look like Kylie Jenner a little bit at the uh, Super Bowl. Have you seen that? Have yeah. you heard that? I heard it, but she yeah. ain't trying to look like Kylie. She looked a little bit like Kylie. Yeah, they both, Channing they both Tatum, Channing, Tatum, <laughs> Ch- Channing Tatum, Zoe Kravitz, and more stars stuck at JFK's Delta Lounge in New York City snowstorm. Poor babies. <laughs> Actual <laughs> headlines. I hear they updated those Delta Lounges, too. I have Did more, they? but I can't yeah, read I, Well, I would like to think that that crew there was buying for everyone. They're the right Okay. Let's make the turn for home when All we right. come back. Uh, yes, as always, trending is brought to you we by Pet Paradise. Go to PetParadise.com, your number one source for all your pet care providing needs, doing it better than everyone else. If uh, For spa services, for your best friend, there's only one option. Don't fall for the imitators. You just go with the innovators. It's Pet Paradise at PetParadise.com. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. Hello, Tony. Good morning. What are you and Mike cooking up here on a hump day Wednesday on Jaguars today, which starts in just minutes? Yeah, we'll check in with Hayes Carline during the 10 o'clock hour this morning, mm-hmm. bottom of the mm-hmm. hour. We'll mm-hmm. have him mm-hmm. on to talk about, look, we got, you know, everything opening up now. The offseason really going. Uh, Super Bowl in the rearview mirror, so about a week away from the window opening for being able to use the franchise tag, which certainly seems likely it'll be used on Josh Allen by the time we get to it and get through that window. But we'll talk to Hayes Mm -hmm. about all things Jaguars. We'll have John Osher in for the second hour of the program Mm -hmm. this morning as well. And our question of the day asking, tell us at least one thing you love about being a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Oh, that's very good. I saw one of your boys, uh, Tony Pauline. Mm-hmm. He did a mock, and it was another name, and I just it's it slipped my mind. What's the position? Defensive. It was an edge rusher. It was an edge rusher. Yeah. I was going to say. But it s- wasn't. It, who was it? It wasn't Latou. It was. Uh, anyway, it was an edge guy. Um, and, and so it just, there's a bunch of different names floating around with the Jags. Well, like, and then we said that yesterday, depending on, I was actually in the six o'clock hour, but if you look at mock drafts, it's not just that you're seeing different names. You're seeing like, you'll see this guy with a corner, this guy goes receiver, this guy goes edge rusher, this guy goes O-line. Just get the right one, please. It kind of bugged me. Like the mock draft kind of bugged me because in the comment for the uh, Jags, it was like, you know, I think they want to go interior offensive line. Think about it here, but it's probably too early for Jackson. Yeah. Then they mocked him. Five picks later, I'm like, right. come on. Yeah, well, if you need them, you need them. That's yeah. fair. That's, that's fair, fair, too. Yeah. I, I have a great show. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I start, I can't, the one scenario that I, and again, this is kind of like this, this, you know, stargazing, I guess, a bit. But the one scenario I get excited about is when I see, and this is by a million miles, not the biggest need, but when I see Brock Bowers start to, float down there to 15 or 16. I start thinking, man. I don't think he'll be there, but. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? We got a lot to determine between now and Mike and Tony got Jaguars today. It's coming up here. Top of the hour. Our hump day edition of the drill is done. So long. Drilled. Drilled. Beatrice Plumbing Wednesdays in the books. We'll see you tomorrow.